Suck it, Blue. Alright, we have now... <laughs> veto. What was the beginning of that thing before that? That was a ghost, the, I think. Yeah. yeah, it did seem like an appropriate theme song for late October. And yeah, not so spooky. much for mid-September. That, we have officially crossed a milestone with podcast theme songs. That theme song was submitted over a year ago. Jesus oh, nice. Christ. That was from September 8th of last year. How many do you have in the queue? In I, the hopper. I think I have 700. <laughs> what would have been nice so if I, you aired that when the guy was still alive. I, th- I think we're covered for the next... What, 12 years? That's like 13 horse. years? That's like what we legitimately have. I think we have 60,000 horse. I, I think we oh, Excuse me, fails, fails. I, I need to quit going in order. I, I need to actually start picking ones I like. I've, I've been Maybe. doing that I more lately. Like in horse and stuff, I usually grab the newer ones. Because, like, I, you know, I love the older ones, but... I'll, I'll, wait, wait, I'll wait. ignore some. Like when people submit, like, the Black Eyed Peas or something. <laughs> I, I, I obviously am not going to play that. What does that mean? It, it sounds like both Jack, you, and Gus, you just said that you before didn't discriminate. You would just pick anything. As long as it wasn't awful. Really? Yeah. And you're the same way, wow. so well, no, why are you picking like, ones you like, like now? No, 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 it's, it's one of those things where, like, before I would go through the list, like, I would go in order of submission. Yeah, and then I'd and find the first decent one. Yeah, yeah, but now it's like, I know newer stuff is going to be better, because people have seen stuff that's already out there, people know what the sort of bar is, and so they would, like, sort of self-regulate, uh, I guess. So essentially what Jack is saying is that if you've ever submitted a fail, resubmit it now. <laughs> yeah. So that it gets to the top. I'm, of I'm, the talking, I'm talking more. Well, I'm talking more of the horse stuff, but that is kind of true for fails. I mean, really if we could make like a, a Reddit type system for the podcast theme song where oh, people dude. submit it and everyone votes on it, and whatever like rises to the top is what we use. We kicked around the idea. We of have doing... mod of mods on yeah, our but site, I, but, I, but there's no way to upload like 700 MP3s. Sure, there is. If only, if only we had someone who ran servers or knew anything about the, Let's the, get out of the, here. <laughs> the tech side of the company. I can upload them. I just can't fucking display them to people. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jack. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm Bernie Burns. I'm Michael. Uh, and we're here for Drunk that, Tank 131. That's Gus. That's the, Gus who's this too. Gus. The, I remember cool. to hit record this time. Hey. This hey. So how long? You said it went for like 30 seconds. I swear that went for a few minutes before. It was like four minutes. <laughs> Because we had a whole bit about punching horses was like and burning minutes. fighting I was, animals. I, was, I, was like, I saw it, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Oh, we've, we've done that before. And like, was that a flex that's, burning that's when you were fighting animals? That's right. Was? Yeah, okay. I was talking animals. Like I yeah. got my pump on. No, I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nobody <laughs> else noticed that. Um, I, I have a question for you, Michael. I see you're wearing the uh, the Bioware shirt Correct. from uh, from PAX for Old Republic. Mm-hmm. You, they, they, they would give you a card, and you could go down, and on demand, they would print a shirt. Right, no. like they had, they were like bang on shirts. They yeah. had, they had two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the idea of yeah, an on, no. on demand it. print yeah. shirt—that's not what it was. Well, no, they had two different shirts that you could either get in English or whatever the Star Wars language is. Corellian. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> did you did you actually go into the no, room? No, I didn't. I think Carrie did. Carrie went I, down and got like four. I he just gave I all am those positive. Anyone who set foot in that room, especially the employees, have cancer now. <laughs> that room was just filled with like chemical smoke. Oh, really? Like if you, that, there was the the room had glass walls, so you could see it from the rest of the convention center. I intentionally did not walk in because I saw it was just filled with this mist that was coming <laughs> off of the machines when they were pressing the, the the shirts. It's like there's no way I'm setting foot in there. It's like if you want lung cancer, knock yourself out. Have at it. This is the lung cancer room. Yeah. That's it's like the smoking room at the airport. Yeah, well, maybe they just all the people that smoked went in there. And they didn't have to buy cigarettes. They were just like, I'll go print the shirts. <laughs> there was like some woman holding a kid in there. I was like, have you had this kid in here all day? <laughs> it can't be good for you. <laughs> when he started off, he was a puppy. <laughs> I, I think evolved to a human. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that it was like they had the shirts in a separate area from their booth. Because there's nothing worse than, like, the swag zombies that, like, hang around booths just waiting for them to throw out three t-shirts to a crowd of 200. Let me tell you something. You see that over and over, and it, like, mm-hmm. ugh. We, if, we've had bad experiences with that. If you're ever at a convention, 
or at any kind of event in an official capacity and you ever do the thing where you hold up something to throw it out to the crowd, you are the worst person on the planet. Yes. Yep. You, you may as well be yelling fire. <laughs> you, yeah. Or, or fight. Everybody fight right now. Yeah. It's like you are inciting violence amongst the people around you when you do something like that. Yeah. There was one year at PAX, like, what was it, like three or four years ago, when Rockstar was kind of close to us. They were promoting one of those Midnight Club games, and they kept throwing stickers in the air, and I kept getting hit in the fucking face with Rockstar stickers. No, that, that, was, the, that, okay, that was the year, the first year I went to PAX, and I was helping you guys with the, uh, the Griffball tournament, because we had the, the Griffball set up in front of the booth, and they were throwing shirts out from the Rockstar booth, but we had people were buying shirts at our booth. And I remember a couple times they were throwing out shirts and they they land in our grip ball area and people would just grab any shirt they saw and they were taking people's shirts <laughs> that they had bought from our booth. It's fucked up. And I was like, what? And like knocking over TVs and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. really? It's just a, it's a two dollar t shirt, man. I've hit the point now of capacity where I literally like if if I'm offered a shirt, I just decline unless it's like a. Really I imagine your entire wardrobe is free shirts though. Pretty much. Uh, no, I bought. This I, 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 I realize as I say that I'm wearing a free shirt. That's true. So I really can't judge I, I, you. Out of, the, out of the four of us in here, two, you two guys. I'll are take wearing. all the free shirts you don't want. <laughs> my wardrobe is like twelve t-shirts right now. I bought a box of about like twenty shirts in there that are like for swag for people who show up at the office. I'll just bring that box right back to your house. No, no. <laughs> but I was really disappointed by this print-on-demand shirt that I heard about because I said, oh, you get this coupon, and you go downstairs, and they'll, they'll print the shirt on demand for you. It, they were just ironing on and iron yeah. on. That's what they were doing. I thought I thought yeah. it would have your name or something customizable. Right. It'd be your yeah. face, and you're like holding a lightsaber. <laughs> it's like, well, there's a company that we hire for coupon print-on-demand for us. Like if you buy a Griffball shirt, you can get your name put on it. Like you could get... Lieutenant M. Killer Ultima, or whatever the fuck your name it's is. It's all of it. Just combine everything. Rage quit. <laughs> yeah, Lieutenant M. Killer Ultima, LMLP Michael, rage quit. Michael Ponies. Jones, please. Yeah. But, uh, In parentheses. It's really cool, though, because it actually prints the shirt while you're watching. Like, it's almost like a... The thing looks like a massive inkjet printer, mm-hmm. but about the size of this room. The refills like, are fucking expensive. And there's huge, massive cartridges that you put in. It looks like a super-sized inkjet printer is exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But it'll print whatever you want. And this was not what this was. This was like a T-shirt shop from the seventies with like the glitter iron ons. Yeah, they were yeah. just pressing. It in was place. like yeah, they just had like a, essentially a giant iron, like a giant hot surface. Yeah, where they put that uh, and that, now, that now, pattern onto the shirt. Now I sound like the entire internet where I'm bitching about the thing that I got for free. Yeah, oh, so <laughs> stupid, so dumb. With a side of lung cancer to boot. Too. <laughs> so man, so uh, speaking of packs this year, uh, Michael and I uh, and a couple other people, we had dinner with Mega Sixty Four guys. I don't want to say this too. I want to. I don't want to get detail, details, but we found a restaurant with no one in it within walking distance of the convention center. Yeah. that was really good. Empty, and they had dollar beers. It yeah, like happy they, hour they dollar, dollar beers. beers. It was like it ended like either right when we walked in or right when someone ordered the first beer, and they're like, <laughs> "We have one dollar beer." Well, no, <laughs> it's like that's it. Right no, now, no, no, that's no, one dollar beer. No, and then the woman came out and she's like, she's like, <laughs> call ahead. She's like, happy hour's over, but fuck it, you can have all your beers. Yeah, for I, a dollar. I had three Kronos for three bucks, and like like on on Saturday night or what a friday night it was like yeah, one it was of the really good uh, it was like, like a holy Chinese shit place or something <laughs> can i can i just say that the mega 64 guys have a certain kind of understated charm about them where that will always happen to them where they'll get the the, the free beer or the extended happy hour it was great and then those as, guys are pretty charmed as, yeah. as we were walking out uh someone uh, some a couple kids spotted us and asked garrett if uh, he wanted to go to a rave <laughs> yes yeah, hey, you want to go to a rave no. Did he go? Did I he have fun? He was like, did people no, still go to raves? No, he did not go to raves. Or he did not go to a rave. Hmm. That was the night you guys went to the Jesus party, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, we went to the game church party. Um, that was, that was, that was interesting. That was Friday night. Let's talk a second about that. Have, have, we, have we, we talked have about you, that? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about it. So there was a booth a little ways down from ours at mm-hmm. PAX Prime that was 
Gamers for God is game game church. Church. it was it game was, church. Game church, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they tried to tread lightly here, gentlemen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not judging. They, I, I think it's it's admirable what they're doing. They tried to make the Bible more relevant to a younger audience. I think that's a brilliant to, idea. Um, to like gamers and people who are into that kind of thing, like a typical Pax attendee. But there was something about the presentation. That made you skeptical well, of whether it was legitimate. Or I wasn't or not. sure if it was tongue in cheek or they were serious. Yeah, like right. the picture was Jesus holding an Xbox controller and wearing a headset. Yeah. So it's like, is that serious or right? You know, like, and you can hey, it's Jesus. You, you know, can understand like, why we're jaded from uh, from dogma. Right. Well, you, you, well, I'm sure right next to it was like the shirt that or the, the the boot that sells like ironic shirts. Right. You know, it's like, and plus we've lived through like Dante's Inferno. Viral marketing, you know, right, where yeah, they had yeah. the, the religious protests outside of E3. Yeah, it was at E3 a couple of years ago. So, it, yeah, it was – and you guys went to the party because you weren't sure whether or not it was serious or not. But then right. you went and it was really a real deal. Like yeah. you were at a religious meeting. Well, I don't know if I'd say a meeting, but yeah. It was a – yeah, it was a real deal. I, I read the book. I have the book on my desk. You were given literature. Yeah. That's uh, a meeting. Well, it was it, 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 it was they were, You weren't handed it, but it was available to <laughs> yeah. you. They, they was not like, here, take this. It's not like someone sat down and like measured my Thedon level or anything. <laughs> like, oh, they didn't do yours? I can, guarantee, <laughs> I can guarantee that the rave that Garrett was invited to did not have any literature, whether it was handed out <laughs> or just say, nearby. I will say the books, too, on the table, they were placed like a little cross. Really? Really? I didn't even notice yeah, that. Yeah, there was, like, there was like five down and like three across. I didn't notice that. It's uh, it was it's the the book of John rewritten uh, from like a gamer perspective. Let me see if I can find their URL online so people can visit them. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in the link dump and uh, and you can find it. It was it was it was interesting. I'd, I'd never seen a booth like that at uh, at uh, at PAX before. I wonder if they've been before. We just hadn't seen it because we don't get around, we don't get the chance to actually walk around and do a whole lot of sightseeing at PAX typically. That's so. true. Yeah. Huh. Normally we only see the booth that's directly across from us. Yeah. And this year it happened to be the guy selling. Computer fans, the yeah. NOS booth, and the Game Church. Oh, and that uh, that like weird, not weird, but like like that Asian sh- like shop thing where they oh, sell the like, sweet, all the Hello Kitty. Yeah, and Sweet all Kitty that anime. Stuff. Yeah, I got a sweet backpack from there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your backpack. backpack? Yeah. We used to be. We were by Sweet Kitty once years ago at the, when Pax was still at the Maiden Bower. Gus, I got to say, I have a very newfound respect for you and Jeff and whoever's been running these booths for a long damn time after PAX this year. Because why? This, what happened this year at PAX? I had to. I, I was sort of in charge of the Halo Fest area of PAX for us, and so every morning I had to be out there before the thing opened mm-hmm. and make sure everything was running and do all like make you know take care of all that stuff. And uh, after staying up to like two or three a.m. going to parties and stuff, and then having to be up in time to get out for that stuff, it sucks. It does suck. You suddenly gain consciousness and you're there. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, like, how the fuck did I get here? How am I here? Why am I holding a stopwatch? Yeah. But anyway, it was yeah. a lot of fun. I remember getting there Thursday, and Gus was like, "I'm not going to drink that much this this time." And he drank every night. Every night we went out <laughs> That's drinking. not true. That's not true. I did not. I don't think I drank till the last night. No, we went out that first. We went out we before. Went out oh, no, you're right. Very I, first I, night. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Never mind. But, I take that back. Yeah, I did. I did go to the the Fragdal party. They invited us out to another party. It was like a, a secret party, but there were still a ton of people there. So. That was fun. Thank you for the invite, Fragdolls. And now my Facebook is full of uh, photos of me and r- with really, really hot girls. And all my friends are like, who are these girls? <laughs> are your eyes like half open, like, like tired and drunk? Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it's also one of those things where there was no dress code. So I'm like, you know, there's like these girls in like these hot outfits and then like me wearing a t-shirt. And it's like, God damn it. Your free shirt. Yeah. Oh, no, actually it was, uh, it was an Austin shirt. I, t- oh. I try to wear like local. Was, like, you was, it, was, it one your, was it one of your dress shirts? Yeah. One of your dress t-shirts? <laughs> well, it was my Galaxy Cafe nice shirt. So anyway. 
You know, I, I don't understand how the at least one of those frag dolls has not dropped dead at this point because they're in that booth all day dancing to those mm-hmm. games. They've been promoting those games for what two years now, at least, right? Yeah. So they're dancing in the booth all day long for about eight hours, and then they go out and have a party every night and dance and dance at the party, mm-hmm. and then they're back the next morning. Yeah, that's uh, it's it, it's 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 a lot of work. One <laughs> week, I could not imagine doing that. Like. Like, sitting down in our booth, it makes me tired. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, being in our booth dancing for eight hours straight. Oh. I, you know, I've got to say, the conventions we go to now are a lot better than the conventions I used to go to in my previous career, though, where they were just, like, tech conferences, and that was not, it was not fun. It was you sitting there for eight hours not talking to anybody? Pretty much. You're talking <laughs> to people in the booth around you, yeah. that's a, that's a. Did you, like, have a fishbowl where people could put their business card in to win free services? Or? Yeah, I don't know what they would win. <laughs> <laughs> they would win a free call from me later or something. Um, have you guys heard the big news today? I have. Headlong? What's in that? In Halo Anniversary? Oh, no. It's a, fill us in on oh, that. No, sorry. Go ahead. You go to your, your big news well, first. More big news. <laughs> well. I was going to talk about the Scarlett Johansson leaked internet oh, that picture stuff. of her butt. Yeah. It's there's on, there's another one, that, too. There's it's on my computer right now, too. That is... I think so, allegedly. That, that's what do you mean, news? allegedly? That's that, her. It's, yeah, it's her. She's got a tattoo on her forearm that they've matched. <laughs> the, the, they, they the, the, the results come back from that. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, there's another photo too, Bernie. Yeah. Okay. Of yeah. her topless, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think I like the butt picture a little bit better. Yeah. I'll, I'll the, be honest with you. God bless cell phones and cell phone cameras for allowing this sort of stuff to happen more frequently. <laughs> she's good. She's a good photographer. That's a good composition. That is because <laughs> she has herself in the foreground and then she has the mirror in the background. It's very artsy. Who do you think that was meant for? Uh, I'm just meant for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Gus. Here. Just so my, Gus I lost my phone. Gus is fondling his uh, monitor right now on his laptop. He, no, yeah. I'm not fondling it. I'm rubbing it. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> he, he is he's rubbing certain areas. Gus, do you have a new laptop? No, this is a laptop I had since like February. Oh, you, so do you not have your? Did you get a makeover? Do you not have your protective? Uh, no, I do. Acid pad. You see, it's it's. I got one that looks just like the wrist pad. You can see the brand name right there. Oh yeah, I can see it now. And I put it on like perfectly to where it's really hard to tell. You, have you did an excellent job. Have you had to replace that one yet, or is it the no. same one? For some reason, my sweat only eats through metal. It doesn't eat through plastic. Michael, do you know about this? I don't. Okay, so he's like the world's worst superhero or villain in that he has a superpower where he will corrode metal that he touches over a long period of time. So, like, before, if I don't put this protection on the laptop, you will see over time, like, holes will develop in the laptop from uh, from the sweat on my hands. Not just discoloration. Holes. Holes. Physical holes. Yeah, like, if you rub it, you can feel, like, it's pitted and there are holes that it will eat through. So, at one point, were you in the room where they were making the (laughs) t-shirts? It, I don't know, I'm a sweat, like the, the, the juice that they make the t-shirts with. You've got acid blood. God. It's like aliens. Has it ever caused any problems for you? Have you ever burned anyone? Like, ah. Let's find out. Like, do you have to replace your toothbrush, like, once every month or something? Well, no. it's plastic. No. You have a metal toothbrush? Yeah. You brush your teeth, right? How, how often do you guys brush your teeth? Uh, once in the morning. Sometime at night, depending on... If I've been drinking, usually I try, I try to brush it at night. That's I'll, do, I'll do it twice exactly a day. Exactly, right there. Morning and night. I do once in the morning. I'm usually too lazy at night unless, like, I'm... Like have like eat a poo poo for dinner or something, like a big pile of shit. Okay, <laughs> always a pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Like you asked. So I, what I about I, you? I brush my teeth way too much. I think because I have a how often you brush your teeth? Uh, probably four times a day. That's a least. lot. Yeah, three or four. There's times nothing a wrong day. with that though, right? Like you can't well, overbrush. I think you can I think overbrush. You can, actually, I think you can upset the. That. The quote-unquote good bacteria that's in your mouth. I think you can do that. Someone's trying to tell me that you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. They're yeah, like, were they, were they from that's Europe? called a homeless person. <laughs> that's, that's fucking European they're, they're propaganda. Like, like, you're supposed to wash like every like third day or I don't think like so. That. I was like, what? I, I've heard that. I don't believe that. Yeah. You mean with shampoo and conditioner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you guys use shampoo and conditioner? Or you I use do. Oh, yeah. One? I've got, no, I've got my two. I've got no, my you two need things. two different ones. I, two and one sucks. I used to have the two and one or the one, but then I got married and now I've got <laughs> two separate ones. Do you have a loofah? How many loofahs do you have in your, in your bathroom? Two. <laughs> How many two. are yours? One. Okay. Okay. You have your own loofah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even like your acidic body doesn't like chew through it. It's not metal. Is it like steel wool? <laughs> steel wool. See, if it was steel wool, then we'd have a problem. The thing would fucking fall apart. So you. So uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of other weird properties, I don't know if you saw on my Twitter. I was rubbing my beard yesterday, and my beard is so coarse that one of the whiskers in my beard lodged itself into my thumb like a splinter. Good God! What's wrong with like, you? Like so he ran into the he ran into the office too. He's like, "Look at this!" Look, I was like, "Look at this!" I had to get tweezers to pull it out. We're going to go in your office one day, and you're going to be, like, in a cocoon. Okay? <laughs> we'll have to leave you in it for a month, and you'll, like, evolve into some new form. It was, like, one of the one of the uh, cut scenes from The Fly, right? Yeah. 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 Right? Because you start... fucking bristly hair. It and... could be Morgellons. Maybe you have... We can go back to that old topic on the podcast. Maybe you've got that Morgellons, like, that creepy disease. Ew. Do you know what that is, Jack? No. We talked about it years ago. There's people... I love creepy, weird stuff on the internet. And there's a whole group of people that think there's this undiagnosed suppressed disease called Morgellons where they have little things living inside their body that grow black fibers out of them. And you can see like people like Ugh. people like pull these fibers out and and they they analyze them and they've taken them to labs where they say this is an element not known to this earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Very reputable like labs apparently. It's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Did you or, see or bad viral marketing? <laughs> Dude, speaking of bad viral marketing, did you see the uh, the poster in Canada for Contagion? That no. was made out of bacteria? No. What? They made a giant Petri dish and then spelled out Contagion, that the new Matt Damon, uh, uh, Marion Cotillard, right? yeah. no, that, that movie. Um, they spelled well, out Contagion burn. with bacteria. And then as the days progressed, you could, it could actually start making it out and see what it spelled. It was actually really, awesome. really clever. That sounds really awesome. I'm sure it was, you know, all, you know, neutral. No, I hope not. Stuff, Fuck it. I hope it was like yeah. robotic plague. But they have like a, t- they, have, <laughs> they have like a time lapse of it where it's like you can see it slowly growing and it's actually really, really cool. Is that one so. kid that licked the poster? <laughs> he screwed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was behind glass. But. I don't like movies like that. No? No, I don't like A little too close to home? Super disease movies? Yeah. I don't like movies like that because they usually suck. What you don't like uh, like the apocalyptic I, disease? No, super flu things. I hate when it's just like, oh my god! It takes like an hour to get it going. It's like just get the fucking disease already. Like every, like they screw around for the first like thirty forty minutes, and then like it finally starts spreading. And at first people are like, it's just a cold. Forgot about it. Then it, then <laughs> Forget it, about it. Yeah, yeah. So then, I love it when your jersey comes out. Yeah, so uh, so they finally uh, see the meatball sub. Yeah, it'll be you, all right. You see the fucking sandwich. So. uh... So then, so then it's like, then it's like you know, you're in some secret room, like in the White House or something. They're like, "Mr. President, we're screwed." You know? and he's like, "We gotta get to the bunker." And then, like, usually the end of the movie is like, it's it spreads everywhere, and then and then it's like it'll end kind of like two people just like, "Oh my God, we're fucked." And then and then the movie will have some sort of like ambiguous ending, like either everyone dies or like two people will be immune to it. And it's like we made it, but like the rest of the planet is like dead already. And I'm just like, well, that's or a shitty ending. Or it's like the Andromeda strain, and it mutates and is no longer harmful to people. You don't, Fair you, enough. Do you know what that? Andromeda strain is? I don't know what Andromeda strain is. No. Oh, okay. It was an old Shake book. Shake your head some more. It was an old Michael Crichton book, Michael Crichton. which became a, a movie exactly like you described, but in the 70s. Did, did there's no good outcome one, for right? that. Did there be a remake of it? Did they? I think, I think, they, I think it was a TV show, though. I think yeah. it was a miniseries. I think he's yeah. right. You want to tell us about that one? I didn't watch it. <laughs> but, like, that's the ending, either. It's just, like, either everyone's fucked, or it's like, oh, that's cool. 
You guys ever... Uh, everyone's fucked or it's cool. <laughs> right. I think you described every movie ever made. Yeah, but there's but, no, like... Either everyone's fucked or no, it's cool. Like, that's I don't know. comedy or tragedy, no, like, right? <laughs> My favorite, my favorite was the uh, top science advisor who's in the Oval Office with the president, going, "Mr. President, we're fucked." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's cool. I don't know yet. Might as well. The results no. Are no, it's never cool with the president. <laughs> we got to get to the bunker. Usually people, usually <laughs> people, the top usually people are pounding on desks or something. That's Lawrence Fishburne's role in the movie. I haven't even seen the movie, and I know that's the we're fucked guy. <laughs> like he just makes that face in the trailer, Mr. President. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, have you guys ever played Pandemic? Are you familiar with that online yes. game? Yes, it's a Flash game, right? Yeah, uh, it's a Flash game. I, I didn't. I played it once, but I couldn't figure it out. You, you you play a disease and you try to infect the entire world. Yeah, and you can like you have. I don't want to say skill tree, but you can kind of like yeah. customize your disease to have different traits, yeah. but like different resistances and different symptoms. Climate, yeah, but, you, but it's like you want to try to like be sneaky to spread or something like that, like and you, then become deadly. Yeah, if you're yeah. deadly outright, then yeah, they fucking stop you. That'd be horrible if someone did that in real life. Like just like I'm customizing my diseases. That's like what biological warfare is, right? Up on people, I guess. Yeah, but I just meant like everyday people. Just like yeah, you go into the store and you pick down your dis- like your list of diseases. Yeah, thank God, thank God list. they don't sell diseases in the store. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's true. We, we'd be fucked. That would be the one fuck scenario <laughs> in the movie. Be. Well, you know, they say most disease-based businesses don't, don't survive more than a year. Not in this economy. It's those Democrats giving diseases out listen, of our stores. Don't fucking, they don't sell beer in supermarkets in New Jersey. Who's to say they don't sell diseases in another state? That's right. You know? It's like bread, milk, beer, diseases. Can you imagine being in That'd the be bank nuts. for this business loan? They're like, okay, sir, I want to go over your business plan one more time. You want to open a chain of disease stores? <laughs> Where people can choose and customize their own disease. Uh, you watch. One guy will do it and he'll have a monopoly on it because nobody else has it. I'm waiting for that one well, guy who's going to listen to this podcast and be like, motherfucker. Well, that guy at- already exists. His name is God. He's got that yeah. monopoly already. Yeah, the government can't shut that one down. Um, <laughs> anyway, getting back to my big news. Uh, I guess it was announced today that Headlong is the uh, the final map that's going to be released in Halo Anniversary Edition. Headlong was the Halo 2 map, if you remember. With, I remember. Like, the, the broken bridge. The broken and the bridge tow- in the middle. The, the building in the it middle. The driving area around. Mm-hmm. It was a fun map. I, we filmed uh, Recovery 1 in it. Yeah, we it's did. Where, it's where Wash and Meta met. We did. In fact, uh-huh. we, we filmed, I don't think we ever released it, but we also filmed a uh, between Halo 2 and Halo 3 video uh, partially in there, too. Hmm. But I don't think we ever released that one. Hmm. It was like we had a traffic jam. It was, it was like an apocalyptic thing where Halo 3 was coming out and they were shutting down Halo 2. And so everyone's trying to get out. It was, it was a really <laughs> weird concept for it, but we, we didn't end up ever releasing it. So. It's a cliff in that level, like oddly placed, like in the building you start in. Assuming you're on objective, because it's mostly an objective map. If you're defending or attacking. If you're attacking, you start in the building. Right. And uh, you go outside, and there's like ghosts and warthogs and shit for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like where that is, away from the building in the center, like back in the opposite direction, there's just a fucking cliff. Like, every now and then, someone would be driving, you just go right off. Like, oh, a, right, yeah, 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 yeah. When, if you're taking off in the Warthog, like yeah. instead of going right to where the other building is, if you take a left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why would they build a highway right there? I have no idea. It was, just, it was a really weird <laughs> level of cliff, because there's nothing, like, in the middle. It's just like, eh, don't fall off the edge. I forgot yeah. about that. Look at you, fucking Halo, Halo dude, 2 historian. I jumped into, yeah. I played some Beaver Creek at uh, Halo Fest, and it's like, it's crazy jumping into those maps. I mean, like, I know every part of this map. I like, know this. I mean, if you drop me into, in, like, if you're dropping, like, E1M1 from Doom right now, I know that map back to front. I know where all the hidden things are. I, I know, like, the whole first act of Doom, mm-hmm. like, the back of my hand. But it's, it's strange. And, you know, I, I don't know half of... Oh, shit, I don't, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the Modern Warfare 2 maps or whatever. Mm-hmm. I played those maybe a few times. Like, they just don't have the same sort of resonance that they, they used to, I think. 
Man, I went to go get all the multiplayer achievements in Doom when it was released on Xbox Live Arcade. One of them, I think, was getting 50 multiplayer kills. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I just got so old so well, fast. The problem with Doom is like they have co-op. There's four-player co-op through it, but the uh, the achievements for beating an act, or like you have to beat all four acts, they're not they're not co-op compatible, or at least they weren't at first. I don't know if they've changed that or not. Oh, so you have to do it single so you have to do it by yourself. And it's like, well, that's, well yeah, that's to be no fair, fun. though, like the difficulty doesn't scale, I don't think. Like I always thought that was kind of like up in the air. Like, does it really... Worth an achievement for beating on the hardest difficulty if you did it with four people? Well, it's more fun to play through a game when you have people with you. I, I agree, but I think they should have, like, single-player and co-op achievements. I don't think you should get the beat this level. That's why I liked um, Reach had that one achievement. It was, like, beat the entire campaign on Legendary by yourself. That's yeah. 100 points. No, I get that, yeah. But like, I thought that was a good, good idea. But also the Legendary on Halo scales as you add more people in. Not quite as much, you know. It's, it's still it's, much easier with four people. Yeah. Just, well, just, just for the fact that one person has to just stand back yeah. and respond. Yeah. That's my job. But uh, yeah. <laughs> at some point, it's an achievement in a video game. I mean, you're not splitting the atom. You know I mean? Get some friends together and just run through it and have yeah. some fun, you know? Exactly. Well, you know, don't do little achievements. Well, especially if it's like, <laughs> like an Xbox Live Arcade title. I mean, you know, I mean, is it that big a deal? You want people to play it and have a you know a bunch of people online. Yeah. I think it behooves the developer to say, yeah, get four people together, get four copies of the game, and guess what? You know, you might get the achievement easier. There you go. Have you uh, finished Crimson Alliance yet? I have. It's nice. a lot of fun. I, I have not finished it yet. No? No. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun game. It's very... I mean, it's like a, a perfect definition of what an arcade game should be. It's fun. You can pick it up, immediately start playing. You can build up a character. You can you can take that character back to the earlier stuff. So it's always fun to have, like, a, you know, this major character and take him back to the first yeah. levels. It's like, you know, Every game you know, womp your way through the first couple levels. Yeah. And then the, there's three classes, so you can build up, like, build up your mage or your wizard, then your assassin, then your warrior, and just mm-hmm. kind of try different techniques and stuff. I played online for the first time the other day. That was kind of fun. Nice. And, I, um, yeah, it's cool. I felt bad that we didn't talk about it releasing last week, but we had pre-recorded that podcast. That's right. So the game wasn't out yet. Yeah, yeah, because he was in town. Yeah, and then when we released it, I was like, fuck, Crimson Alliance came out. But we did a lot of coverage for Crimson Alliance on Achievement Hunter. Like, we were, we were huge fans of the game, so. Awesome. Very, very cool. Went, went to the launch party. That was fun. Nice. So, had a few drinks. It's always a good time. <laughs> had a few. <laughs> Gunstringer's out this week, too. Yeah, and then Gunstringer. Gunstringer that hit game yesterday. Cool. The game's I a lot of fun. Yet, but I played it yet, but... It's the first time I played a Kinect game, like, this is actually a lot of fun. It, like, it takes the Kinect, everything good about it, and, you know, actually utilizes it. And we have commentaries in that game. We do. We do. What do you, what do you have to do to unlock them? Do you have I, to, like, collect a... As you play, you unlock, like, points, and then you can take those points to, like, a bonus store, and there's, like, an extras thing where you can go, and it's, like, they, I mean, they have, like, movies or still images, concept art, and there's, like, an extras, like, in a, another thing where you can literally buy commentaries that will play as you're playing the level. So, mm-hmm. like, you can go through, I think there's, like, four or five from, from uh, you guys, and there's a few other people. Like, they have one from the posse, which I'm assuming is probably the team who worked on it. And then there's one in there from Major Nelson, mm-hmm. and there's a few other pretty cool clips, like movies and stuff like that. They have like behind the scenes of them shooting at the Paramount and things like that. It's nice. cool. Yeah, they, uh, they shot that stuff, like the crowd stuff at the Paramount, like right after we moved out. Or it's not right after we moved out, a couple months ago, right? Yeah. It, like, it was like a theater across the street from our yeah, old office. They sent us a, they sent us an invite to go check it out, but I think we were it was like some weekend where everyone was just crazy busy, mm-hmm. so we didn't get a chance to. Also, we passed another milestone. This week marks a year that we've been in this building. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Can't yep. believe it's been so long already. Good lord! <laughs> this week marks a week that Michael has been here. How, <laughs> How long have you been, been here? here? Like a month? A month? Just over a month? Yeah. How long have you been hating <laughs> myself? Why am I kidding? <laughs> Six weeks now. <laughs> You've been hating yourself for about twenty-nine years. Uh, <laughs> much. You know, on I Reddit, you can really too. get lost in a leet 
photos search results. You can really get lost in that. What do you, what do you mean? I look up leaked photo for to pull the oh. Scarlett Johansson one, and now I'm kind of like I'm like eight pages deep. At this <laughs> <point>. <laughs> they they. The, the, you know, I saw it on Reddit when I woke up this morning. When I wake up, you know, I'll, I'll browse Reddit, see what the top story is. And that was the top story. And there was an awful headline for that story. It was, Scarlett Johansson leaked ass picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. You really could have worded that better. Somebody was working quick. Yeah. You yeah. know, they were trying to get the scoop. <laughs> so they got, they got all How the How many upvotes. people do you think were disappointed when they opened it? That it wasn't what they thought it was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, good god. You know, I'm in a I'm in a bad cycle. Like, I have four minutes left in my laptop. You ever get like off on your charging cycle, where you're just like, no, I I, I get that all the time. Where it's like, I'm I'm out of sync. I hit, I hit a thing when I was going up to Seattle for Pat. Do you ever charge those? Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I do usually. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm I got I got issues. So yeah. I, I hit a thing when I was going up to Pax where. For some reason, my cell phone batteries started dying on me, mm-hmm. and I literally sat in the airport once I landed in Seattle for like an extra 15 minutes just to charge my phone more. I literally like sat there in the terminal with a, my phone plugged in. Spe- so more specifically energy. for events, I've purchased a little Energizer battery. It's about this big, and it's, it's thinner than the iPhone, like half the, the, the thickness of the iPhone, mm-hmm. and it, it plugs in and juices. It gives you like another 50% charge on top of your battery. So when I go to events, I'll carry it in my pocket. When I see my phone's low, I'll plug it in and charge it just in my pocket. That's awesome. And then, uh, like after an hour, it's how much are those things? It's like twenty bucks. And how do you charge the battery? You just U- USB. You just oh, plug it's USB. In. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So I just plug it into my laptop, or you know, I have the the iPhone charger, which plugs into the wall. You can yeah. plug it into the wall or whatever. I, it's, I, it's fucking handy. I have one that's a little bigger than that, and but it takes four double A's. Okay. Or it should be four. Maybe anyway, it takes batteries. Okay, I'm not sure which ones it takes. I need and to you, purchase like, one of those. I bought one at. Packs last year, and it comes when you buy it at the store. It's already the one I got was already pre-charged. Oh, nice! So it's just like you buy it and just instantly use it. I love. Well, shit I, I'm trying. The problem yeah. is, I'm holding out now for the next iPhone, and like typically the iPhones come out in July, what, September, something like that. Yeah. And now it's like maybe October. Like they haven't they haven't said anything at all about. You're going to start mean, a fight between me and Gus. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've heard rumors of October 10th. October 10th. Rumors. 10-10. About an iPhone. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, do boy, did you you guys know who uh, Shira Lazar is? She's a CBS uh, correspondent. No, was and then she started her own web thing, uh, and then started like a blog slash news service, web news service that then was affiliated with CBS. And uh, CBS like cut them off completely, cut all ties with them because they blogged and tweeted that uh, Steve Jobs died. Oh, and, and right. Then it, then it came circled around back on them to where people were reporting that CBS was reporting this through the affiliation. I didn't realize that's what it was. I had heard CBS was reporting it. Yep. I didn't realize that it was uh, another organization. Um, yeah, so their whole thing got cut off. That's after, fucked after up. That. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show. It's like it's weird, though, because that is one of the first times I've heard about accountability from online journalism. Mm-hmm. Usually it's just like, oops, we fucked up. Or what did Gizmodo just did something else? Another one of their stunts. Did they you still read Gizmodo? No, I don't, but I get sucked into the hate yeah. that everyone else does whenever Gizmodo does one of their publicity stunts. What did they do? You remember? Uh, somebody posted... Oh, yeah, no, no, I remember this. A girl blogger on Gizmodo oh, right, yeah. posted that uh, she went on a date with the world champion of Magic the Gathering. Right. And what a loser he was because he played Magic the Gathering. Right. Which yeah. is just like, they're just culling hate. You know, that's what they're doing. Yeah. And of course, everyone went after this girl, this blogger, because... She's anti-nerd, which is Gizmodo's How? core audience, which is what they but, do all the time. But you know what? People shouldn't have read it. People went, gave them a ton of hits. It's exactly what they wanted. Exactly. I didn't read the story. 
People but specifically because I don't want to go to that fucking site. There's some, there's some people on Reddit that are actually pretty good about that, where they'll take like a, a screenshot of it and then post the screenshot, so you don't <laughs> actually have to give them traffic. I, I'm flipped out now. I, I now admire Gizmodo because they have done this so many times, and everybody falls for it every single time. They're like the ultimate internet troll. They are. <laughs> they're tremendous at it. They are really, really tremendous at it. Like, remember when they when they bought the stolen iPhone and posted everything? Nothing happened to them as a result. The well, guy who sold the phone. He got in get, trouble. He got in trouble, but Gizmodo's fine. Yeah. Well, Gizmodo's been banned from every Apple Apple event from here on out, from what I understand. Like, uh, do you want to bet? You want to? Well, they they have it, but they'll just. I mean, they'll just read the back rumors stream and yeah, fucking exactly. repost what they see. It's, you know. What was the worst thing you think that they've done? <sighs> they've done a lot of shitty things. No, man. The, the Halo Three thing's got to be the worst, right? I mean, yeah, but that just affected them. I think. Them fucking with people's CES presentations is yes. worse because yeah. these are people trying to sell TVs and people in the audience don't know if the TVs are fucked up and turning off on their own or what's going on. So let's talk about the two things. First of all, the Halo 3 thing that Jack's talking about. Uh, what's that guy's name? Brian, Brian Lamb. Lamb. Brian Lamb. He got an early press kit for Halo 3, which was a huge release. It was the biggest video game release to date. It was a giant swag bag, too. It was like a giant duffel bag. Do you remember? A military that? bag. Yeah. And it had a ton of stuff in it. It had the legendary edition of the game with the helmet. had the controllers. Tons of stuff in it. Like, and it had a customized it, stuff, it, like customized with his name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it had the headset and everything. Yeah, tons of stuff. So what he does is he's unpacking this, and he's just, like, throwing the shit over his shoulder, like, yeah, this, whatever. It's, this it's a video garbage. of him showing off what he got, basically. Right. And he's just literally pulling everything out of the bag, like, he's tossing like, yeah, over his shoulder. Gonna... You hear it hitting the floor behind him. He's like, fuck, yeah, this, whatever. Okay, finally, here's the game. And he throws away the big Master Chief helmet. And he's like, okay, let's play the game then. And then people are like, you're treating all that awesome stuff like you're a dickhead. you know. And he got some comments that were negative about it. So then he took all the stuff, put it back in the bag, and threw it off a cliff. Or actually threw it, oh, out, he threw it out of his window of his apartment. But yeah. he played it. He's like, I'm so sorry, guys. It was my bad. He's like, this is a really cool helmet. He like put it back on all gently and stuff. And then he took the whole thing and just threw it off his balcony. And then he looked in the camera and goes, Master Chief dies in the end. Okay. <laughs> and it was like the day the game came out. Yeah. The day before, yeah. Yeah, big troll, and so and so, and, you know, there was a lot of fervor about that. And uh, then the thing they did for CES was one booth gave away these things called TV Be Gone's, which were it's basically like a fob for your keychain, but it's a remote. And when you press the button, the one button on it, it goes very quickly through all the different codes for uh, universal remote mm-hmm. TVs to turn them off. So you're in a bar, and you can just turn off the TV, any TV. Why would you make that? Because you're an asshole. <laughs> if you want to be a jerk, yeah. And so what they did is they walked around at CES where people had these huge displays and they were turning off displays wow. in people's booths everywhere. While they were in the middle of presentations and they were making videos of it. And laughing and giggling. Yeah. Well, and the know, people on stage are like, oh, I don't know what's wrong and trying to turn it back. Like trying to figure out what's wrong thinking the cable came, came loose or something. Because of that, when we have events, I always put uh, black tape over the IR sensors on our TVs. So, I'm, so now I'm, I'm completely switched still. After this one, it's like now that I know that they're constantly trolling people – now that I've watched them successfully troll another group on the internet, I'm just like, okay, these guys are good at what they do. And they do it all the time, and they do it well. So, oh, oh, there was also the time... I'm going to start reading Gizmodo. There was also the time when they posted, when they figured out how to get into the Gawker back end, and they posted Tub Girl on the Kotaku front page. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's a little fucked up. <laughs> but, hey, let me read this about the web show that got booted. Web show booted from CBS after bogus tweets about Steve Jobs. Death. Live by, live by the tweet, die by the tweet. That was the lesson for the weekly online news and chat show, What's Trending, which up until Friday appeared on the website of the old media, old media behemoth, CBS News. The events that led to the end of the relationship between the show, independently produced by Disrupt Group and CBS, were recounted by its host and executive producer, Shira Lazar, 
in a long and fairly excruciating on-camera mea culpa at the beginning of Tuesday's Tuesday afternoon's episode. Last Friday, a miscommunication in the newsroom resulted in a junior staffer at What's Trending sending a tweet that contained an unchecked, unconfirmed, and ultimately untrue report about Steve Jobs. Bam. So, that sucks. E- that sucks. But you know what? I mean, that is a... Uh, it's just like, okay, well, Steve Jobs is sick. You know, they put this tweet out. They didn't check it. That could have a major impact for a lot of people. Uh, well, at least of all on stock prices. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's some that that that'll that'll ruin people's day. I mean, it's one thing to make a mea culpa and say, "Oh, like, oh, we fucked up," but it's like if CBS is reporting Steve Jobs has di- died. I mean, somebody's kid could not go to college. Yeah. You know, because somebody did that. Yeah. And they didn't bother to check it. So, that'll be interesting. You know, there were all these rules about blogging that were coming down the pipe. Oh, yeah, uh, you're supposed to disclose when you got paid or received a product for free or something like that. Right. Yep. Like, I mean, a there's lot, those, a lot those... of celebrity tweets are paid tweets. Right. And a lot of people don't know that. What? Yes. A lot of the... A lot, <laughs> you, typically, if a celebrity mentions something in particular, they were paid to do it. Like, they were paid $20,000, but they didn't make the tweet. Somebody yeah. in their office made the tweet. I, I had a chance to look at a price list for celebrity tweets one time. It's pretty. It's pretty shocking how many people are just selling out, just outright selling out. If you would like uh, a paid promotional tweet from Twitter.com/slash/Cirola, <laughs> price sheets are available on request. You've got like what twenty thousand followers at this point. About twenty thousand yeah, active followers. So only a dollar a follower. For <laughs> <laughs> Gus to talk about your oil change. It's service. a fucking bargain. <laughs> what do you think, now, Gus? If you were to endorse a product, what would you endorse? I'll endorse anything, Pro- man. Probably. No, but I'm like, what would you think would be a good thing, a good category? That shit a good, that you, you stop yeah. you from melting your computer? Computer yeah. wrist protectors? Latex gloves? Liquor? <laughs> what about Jack? What would Jack's category be? A man. video game or fried chicken? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be video game related something. It would be sure. cheap tickets to Vegas. That's what I think <laughs> Jack's Man, I, yeah, I bit the bullet and, and paid quite a bit to go to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. Jack, you're a... Fool. Can I tell you that it's it's you, for it's for a birthday. Yeah, so. he's not going. You're going with Joel. <laughs> he he books a trip to go to Vegas with Joel. He again? A, you he, did it again. You're like hey. a battered wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's gonna do it this time. He's gonna change. <laughs> we talked about it. He promised me. He loves me. So yeah. Joel's birthday is on Friday, and so because we've been talking about going to Vegas for a while, and he's like, "Well, I've got some commercials. When they wrap, we'll we'll talk about it." And it worked out where his commercials literally wrapped yesterday. And the only thing he's working on now is like he's got like two or three weeks out on it. So he, he nothing in the pipeline right now. It's like the one free weekend that we can actually get away. And I have the excuse to be like, dude, it's your birthday. Let's go celebrate your birthday. And he he has a hotel room. He has a, a flight. So. He had a hotel room he, and a flight last before, time. Yeah. And what commercial stopped him from going last time? Uh, no commercial. Well, yeah. He, half an inch of snow on the half, ground. Half an inch of snow that was gone half by noon. Of a half of an inch. Of I, snow. I don't think we have to worry Some about snow right now. What's that? I said some people call it a quarter. Some people do call it a quarter. <laughs> you know what Joe calls it? The end of the fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be snowing anytime soon. It's 300 degrees outside still. God he's going to see. He's going to walk outside his door. He's going to see smoke in the air, and he's going to go, nope. that's a plane that crashed. He, he's, like, he's like the ground dog. He's going to walk out and see his shadow. He's going to be like, nope, eight more weeks in no Vegas. <laughs> You're fucked. You're going to be out money again. You're going to be out money again. In fact, I even asked J- Jack, I said, how much was your ticket? And I don't want to go too much into details, but he said it was X amount. And I go, you got a ticket for that amount this soon, like this close to actually taking off within seven days? He goes, well, no, because I actually already had a $300 credit uh, to use. What was the $300 credit from? from the last time Joel <laughs> 
<laughs> you're so. fucked. You're fucked. What? Uh, you're whatever. the only guy I know that like going to Vegas is its own gamble. Gambling <laughs> 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 here, it's always a losing gamble too. That's the problem. I know you're I'm always losing money on you're that. You're like gamble. working your way up to like eighteen hundred dollars in credits for like <laughs> just, just let it roll. You, you don't lose yeah. money until you cash out. There you go. It's, it's true. It's yeah. Until you like use up your credits. Eventually, you'll just use your Southwest credits to buy a casino and then <laughs> just pull one here. You great. and Joel will live the dream, or just buy the plane. Fuck it. Yeah. God. So anyway, I'm going to Vegas this weekend. <laughs> now let me ask you this. Yes. When Joel cancels, okay. will you still go anyway? No. Really? No. You don't go to Vegas by yourself. Come on now. I would go to Vegas by myself. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do everything by myself. Take I'm Michael. I'm done with people. No, I don't want to take Michael to Vegas. I'm nervous. That that much alcohol in that, in that, that large of a place? That much alcohol? It's like the city of alcohol? You can go to Vegas by yourself. You can totally go to Vegas by yourself. You could pay someone to spend time with you in Vegas. You have, you have a good point. <laughs> Think about how many times... Four times ago, would have been cheaper than going to Cole. <laughs> Think about how many times we've gone to Vegas and met people who were there by themselves. That's true, I guess. I still, it's like, so Vegas is one of those, like, you need to... You almost need someone there to vouch for what you did. You should go you to know? Vegas and like, like you never want to talk about it, but you want you want someone to know it existed. You know, like, <laughs> you know those people like no. standing at you, the you airport. You want to take part in a like, the, uh, like the driver standing at the airport with the signs, like you know, waiting to pick people up. You should go there and then Gally do that. Just like waiting for someone. Like I need a friend for Vegas, and just like hold it over your head and wait for people to get off the plane. Like, oh, you're by yourself. So am I. Let's hang out. Then see, you Mike get a buddy. Bu- see, you're on the you're on the cusp of building the new social network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign an airport. Vegasbuddies.com. <laughs> just hold. Yeah, go to the Vegas airport. Hold up a sign that says Johansson. There you just go. Wait. Yep. So just wait. <laughs> Have a mirror behind you and an iPhone ready to go. <laughs> and you'll be all set. Who could you like? Who could Jack pose as as a celebrity? Like if if you hired a driver and had a name, like I, I could I could maybe pull off like Rogan. Yeah, you could do Rogan. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, uh, I saw a guy on Dateline. I actually took a picture of my TV. I forgot about this until right now. I saw a guy on Dateline a couple weeks ago who looked just like Jack. Really? Oh, yeah? People tell me I look like the father from Paranormal Activity 2, and I've never watched that movie. <laughs> I've never watched that but movie. I've, I've got a lot of messages about That's that. That's a Do fucking you think, star. You think that would fit on a placard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For the limousine driver yeah. to hold up? But, uh, no, I used to, when I, when I was younger, when I was in high school, I used to get uh, James Vanderbeek a lot. I guess my, I, I, before I had any facial hair. Holy shit, <laughs> that does look like me. Yeah, it does look a little bit like Jack. It looks like a cross between uh, Jack and the dude with the walrus mustache from Jamie Mythbusters. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mythbusters, I've had people tell me I look like Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Yeah. I have a photo with him, and we look like we could be cousins or something. So I could see that. Yeah. But I'm growing out the beard now. I, I'm getting away from the goatee. My, my goatee has wings at this point. I figure we need another beard in this office. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. I might, good. I, I might lose mine. Really? Yeah. You lost, you lost some weight. If you shave your beard off, man, you're going to look like, like deathly, like sickly. Deathly. <laughs> you're going to walk in and be like, oh, Bernie, nice, looking deathly. <laughs> you look you, awesome. Are you going to die? <laughs> you look great. Did you get sick? So, I just read a tweet. Did you swing by a disease store? I read a tweet from CBS. <laughs> <laughs> you were dead. Roof these talks. Take a tumble. Unconfirmed <laughs> tweet. Take a plunge. All right. How dare you? Did you just say? Did you just say that roofies would take a tumble? Rooster teeth. Rooster teeth. Oh, <laughs> stop! <laughs> How dare you? I don't know about your personal life. Good God! How have you been losing that weight? What's that? Roof, uh, we talked. Roofies. We talked roofies about it on uh, the last podcast with the vowel with e. We talked about a uh, treadmill my, gaming, and I have been oh, pleasantly yeah, surprised by the number of people, both on our site and on Twitter, who follow at Bernie Burns. That they had told me now they're now getting exercise bikes and treadmills in front of their video game systems. I have to warn you, I did hurt my knee doing that. You talked right, you talked about like when yeah. you turned that one time and you got shot off like a break video. <laughs> uh, I saw 
I don't remember where it was. It might have been on Mashable or one of those sites where I guess oh no, it was a Kickstarter. Some company is, was trying to raise money to create an iPhone game where it's like it's a zombie based game, but you play it by running. Oh no no, I've seen wow. it. It's called uh, Run Zombie Run, something like or that. Something like that. Yeah, and it's like you run. And your in-game character finds stuff. Like, it, it gives you directions over the headphone while you're running. Like, I don't, I don't know how you would pick up items or... It sounds like, stuff, stuff. like a trick to have you kill someone. Like, <laughs> like this game this game is like is like a hitman organization, and it's like, run four blocks, turn right. <laughs> pull trigger. Like, yeah, pull trigger, and you just, like, murdered somebody, and you didn't even realize that. And it's like, the, the hit's a success. Well, I think we're talking about two different things, actually. The thing I'm talking about is, it's an iPhone app that I read about, like, two months ago... Where it uses Google Maps and augmented reality, where you say, okay, I'm going to start running from this point using GPS, and then it simulates crowds of zombies. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then, then you, you run, like you jog, and you have to run away from the zombies, and then they get infect more people, and so you have these red dots on the map, and you have to run through the city. Right, to get so away the red them. dots would be witnesses and police officers. <laughs> it's like, stop, turn right, zombies. And it's but like, I you think, know, the cops are looking for you. I think there's also other components to it, it seemed like, where it was like you had to get, like, ammo stashes and stuff. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. Maybe that was, like, for a, a future uh, version of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah zombies run. Zombies run. That's what yeah. it's called. Oh, I have sure. a good what way of, of staying uh, trim. What I do is uh, rely on Jack to get food because I don't have a car. So, like, he drives me here. So when he goes out to lunch without me and he goes, oh, I'll call you on the way back and I'll bring you back something. And then every day he walks into the office and goes, forgot to call. <laughs> Yesterday I saw Michael eating some Popeye's chicken and he's throwing no, it, it away. No, it was a uh, Whataburger. It was Whataburger. Well, Whataburger. And he's, he's throwing it away. He's like, this has been in my office since yesterday. Jack forgot to bring me food, so I had to eat this. Yeah, he brought. He that's brought my, that's my subtle way to get you to you know what? get your own damn car. On on yeah, we, he brought it on Monday, and I ate like almost all of it. And there was like one piece of chicken left. And Jack has no fucking food in his house at all. So I was like, I'll bring this home later. I'll throw it in the fridge. Maybe I'll eat it later. Of course, I forgot it. So it was just sat in the office, like on the floor, like near the next to my desk until until yesterday. And it was it was like uh, onion rings. Some kind of like uh, bread and one chicken tender and, and honey mustard. So like he walks in and he's like, forgot to call you. You want my half drunk Dr. Pepper? <laughs> and I'm like, nope. No, I don't. I'd rather eat the food on the floor. So, Thank like, you very much. so then like an hour later, I'm like, oh shit, my chicken's here. Like I totally forgot about it. And I was like, yeah. So I started fucking eating it and I was eating um, honey mustard and all that shit. It was good. Your 24 hour old chicken at yeah. that point? Yep. It might have been a little older than 24 hours. It might have been like like 28. Can I tell you something? I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that at all. I do it all the time. Yep, me too. Neither does the Department of Health. All Health you do is just break off the hard parts. You all know? you do is you bite it. If it sucks, you don't eat it. It's that simple. It, that, I mean, that's what taste, taste buds taste are test. for. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Thank you. You know, pizza, <laughs> We're in agreement. pizza's been sitting out for like 24, 30 hours. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm totally that way. I'll eat anything that's been sitting out. I don't give a shit. If I, I have a You've new thing. you like an iron stomach or something, though. I, yeah, I don't have. I, I think I, I felt like the other day I had my first case of food poisoning, but it's only because I had a headache. But Jack and I go to this uh, bar sometimes that's across the street from here called mm-hmm. Little Woodrow's. Really, really cute waitresses. It's awesome. He mentions that every time we go. Yeah. It's the reason why I go. What? What, what the why, why is it quiet? Oh, no, I was waiting for Bernie. You said you had a oh, headache. Okay. Oh, that was it? You had a headache and you no, went so to the bar? This, there's this yeah. tuna sandwich that we get that I get there, and it's hard to get them to cook it like a rare. It's like a tuna steak okay. is what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he thought it was a tuna melt at first, but it's like, like an ahi tuna steak sandwich. And uh, it's hard to get him to make it rare, but I got him to make it rare the other day, but it wasn't too red. It was more like kind of like a grayish pink. <laughs> but I said, oh, I'll eat it anyway. 
It's fish from the ocean, so how bad could it be? It's just been sitting out. Sure, why not? But then I got a, I got a headache from that, so or something Was along those lines. Or no? You got mercury from it. I fucking ate it, so it must be good. That doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, I know. Gus, I know. what were you telling me? Wait, you just went on vacation. Oh my god! And you were saying about about uh, the the two things you hate. Okay, the two foods you hate. There's two foods I hate: cucumbers and seafood. Um, you hate seafood? I hate cucumbers, I hate but seafood. I'm not with you on the seafood. And uh, I went to this really really fancy restaurant. Jack, and- stop! He's perusing girls playing video games naked. Get that turn that turn that away. I gotta just, listen. Just, to just check it out Reddit. Uh, we, we went to this really fancy uh, restaurant. Guys, shut the fuck up. You're the one who asked me about this. And, like, the first thing they put in front of me was this cup. And I looked in it, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm looking at. It's like when you go to a fancy restaurant. I'm going to guess it was ceviche. They present you food yes. that you know, but it doesn't look anything like food you know. Correct. It was salmon mousse with little, like, pea-sized cucumber balls all filled up in it. So it was like a putting a nuclear bomb on your plate. I ate every fucking drop of it. <laughs> really? I was like, I'm paying so much money for this goddamn food. There's not going to be a fucking molecule of it left on the plate when I'm done. How does one make salmon mousse? I don't know. Do you blend up a, I don't a salmon? Know. I don't want to know. <laughs> so what you think was good or you just forced it down? I forced it down. God, God, fucking like, fish and cucumber. I was like, uh, bring it. Bring it. I will fucking everything in this restaurant. I love it. How angry he was. He's, I was like, like, yeah, I was like, he's like, I had the biggest fucking scowl in my life. It was the angriest I've ever I eaten in my life. I was so fucking angry. Where was this that you went? It's a restaurant called L2O in Chicago. So you went to Chicago? Yeah. How'd you, or, you know what? You said Chicago. I'm very you proud have, of you. You have to fucking beat that out of me. You I, I, have to, I have to consciously say Chicago every time I say it. to what? Chicago. Chicago. Because oh, it's really? a fucking CH. Yeah. Chicago. Welcome to the English I language. To, I had to, sh- to make sense. I had to change the way I talk. <laughs> but you know, I actually got Jack. Jack doesn't eat anything. Jeff used to never eat anything, but now he does. Yes. Jack is that guy that I know now who won't eat a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Vegas with him one time. You actually met me, and my wife, in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, I got Jack to eat truffles, mm. which was a huge win, and he liked them. Yeah, it was good. That, that was the E three trip. That, that was a fun trip. We had to put him on French fries for him to eat them. I had a ton of truffles. Did you? <laughs> oh yeah. Look at you. At, at, You're uh, like sophisticated now. I love truffles. You're eating salmon. I, I discovered truffles. I love truffles. I went to lunch like like two weeks ago, or whatever, with Jack and his dad, and it was just like a burger place, and like he ordered. I, it was just like a burger. He always gets like a burger with like ketchup and nothing on it, like maybe ketchup and cheese and nothing on it. Yep. And uh, and he gets it. And I, what was on it? Like lettuce? It was, I think it was just, like shredded lettuce or some shit. I doubt like that. that. Well, he didn't order it, but it was there. There's something on it, green. And he's like, he's sitting there and he's picking it all off. He's picking it all off. There's like one fucking shred left. And he's hitting it with a french fry, (laughs) trying to get it off. And I'm staring at him. I'm like, you can't just fucking eat that one piece. Like, you're not even going to taste it. And his his dad's like, no, he's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Look at Jack Sr. That's awesome. I bet you love that, Michael. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Mike, Michael is, you know, I think I talked about this podcast before. It's like, I have yet to go out to lunch with uh, Michael. That's and, a fucking lie. And, well, with Michael and Jeff. Oh. But mm-hmm. one day, I'm sure that's going to happen. And oh, man. Th- those two in restaurants, they're, they're exactly the I, same. I had, they're exactly you, the same. You, you fucking embarrassed me <laughs> up at PAX. We got, we, 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 got <laughs> to, we got to the transit center to take the, the train from the airport up to downtown. I was walking away from you. You're like, fuck this and fuck that. <laughs> that motherfucker and this fuck. And like little kids and parents are turning to look at you. I was like, I wasn't even looking at him. I just kept walking. I was like, I'm going to get in the fu- next fucking train car. <laughs> Don't know him. Oh, that's, I'm used to that. That doesn't even phase me for looking at that. Well, you got called out on the river. Yeah. They're, they're tubing down the river. Yeah. There are drunk college kids <laughs> I know. everywhere and you got singled out. Right. Clearly that's some sort of, you know, 
prejudice? It was prejudice. All right. They detected, New Jersey. They detected the accent. New Jersey. Yeah. That's what it is. All right. right. Well, we got to wrap That's this. Bullshit. We got to wrap this shit up. What's up with you this week? I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. You're going to Vegas? What are you what doing are you this doing week? after Joel cancels your trip to Vegas? I'm going to uh, stay at Jack's all weekend and live off Domino's probably. I'm going to go see a Maybe the Block this week. I've heard good things That's about that. That's a good I've movie. I saw that. So you've seen it? Ray and I saw it. Yeah? AKA Brown Man. Yes, we saw it in New York on one of our mandates. Pretty good movie. A mandate. Yeah, that's what we call it. You know that's a real word, too. Yeah. Okay. It's a mandate to have a mandate. Mandate, uh, bro date. Where's what that plane? Alamo? Alamo, you want to go? Gus, do you want to go out? No. Do it. Look, do, you want, do you want to see me outside the office? No, fuck that. I see enough of you here. When was, when was the mandate. last time you, you and I went out and did anything? Um, might have been in Vegas like four years ago. No, no. Wow. Five or six years ago? Yeah. Gus and I went to Vegas one time. And it was the first time going to Vegas. I knew we'd like it. And we went to... Um, it was longer than that then. It must have been seven years ago. <laughs> Jesus. I think we went to every casino on the Strip. Yeah, we walked from like the Wynn down to the Luxor. Yep. Nice. And walked. we went to all of them in like two, two nights. Yeah, like, so. We landed like in the evening and then walked to like four in the morning. <laughs> and I appreciate Gus because Gus is the first guy that I ever went to to go to Vegas that would... He, we wore suits. You know, nice. I would, dude, I would totally do that. I, actually, I'm getting my, my nice shirts pressed right now because I, I like dressing up nicer when I'm gambling. Your yeah, Galaxy Cafe shirt? <laughs> Mass Effect 3. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got a logo on it, but whatever. It's, it's the pre release shirts. <laughs> it's the Sorry. fancy Gears of War shirt. The ones by Ed Hardy. <laughs> it's the one with the, the gold lancer. <laughs> hey, so, uh, yeah, this is the collector's edition shirt. Yeah, you, you don't know. Uh, are you guys excited about Gears of War 3? Let's talk about that yeah, for a man. second. It's coming out next week, actually. Next Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to bookend the podcast with Scarlett Johansson photos and, and Cliffy B fiance I'm, photos. I'm, Can we do that? I'm actually drowning with games right now. It's it's kind of a problem. Like I I was playing Deus Ex, Dead Island, Crimson Alliance. Um, Gus just slammed the table. Th- by the way, I don't know if you caught that. Uh, or no, my, I hit the the cord okay. all at the same time. And it's like I was playing all these games, and it's like you 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 can't do that because then you never make any progress in any so one. What's your so I had game I, you're I finished right now? Uh, Crimson Alliance out of those three. Yeah. And uh, then I got, I got to finish. I got to finish Dead Island before Gears of War three comes out. That way I can. And how far are you in Dead Island? I'm on chapter two. <laughs> yeah, you know we're fucking near finishing it. Gus mm-hmm. is like, I got to finish this. I'm on level three. <laughs> Guys, I haven't played anything in a long time. I'm so far behind. I'm I'm backlogged, and I'm working through the backlog. You, I, play, you should play Gunstringer. You know what? You, you know, oh, I, I, I played Gunstringer as you know when we were doing the commentary. Yeah, I played, yeah. I played that. So that would be, actually be the newest game that I've played. Okay. I would rather not play a game at all and have to go back and do it than start, like, five games. I fucking hate that. Welcome Dude, to Achievement Hunter. That's all I've been doing all past three yeah, years. Yeah, well, that's because you don't play games when you go back to your house, though. Yeah, because I do that all day at work. Also, right, the, I know, so, you know, the new DLC for uh, The new DLC for um, New Vegas comes out next week as well. Oh, that's right. Lonesome Road. Red Dead has DLC today or yesterday, I think. Didn't it? What's newer, Red Dead or New Vegas? New Vegas. Mm. I think New Vegas might be the newest Vegas. game I've played. I think it might be. Yeah. Like, I'm playing Gears Not 2 one of right now. I never played Gears 2, and I'm playing it now. Mm. I played it like a year after it came out. I was so fucking far behind for a while. It, dude, when, when games make it to games on demand, I don't know why. I just love that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. Digital. It's all about digital, man. Yeah. It's because I go from, like, one thing to the next, so. Because you don't like changing discs. It, <laughs> that's true. I got called out for this. I remember. Listen, I agree with you, but my, my actually has more to do with I don't like carting discs around mm-hmm. to the different you know places. And it's like, okay, well, I bought Gears 2 on Games on Demand, so I'll download it to my Xbox at work, and I can download it to my Xbox in my living room and in my bedroom at home. So then I just can go from one to the next. Right. I can just pick up and play wherever. Gamer on the go. Oh, when are they doing the uh, cloud saving for everything? There, there's a dashboard update coming this fall at some point, but... Yeah, they started... Yeah, they started teasing it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be excited when that goes through. Absolutely. That's so sweet. No no memory card even? That's great. Yeah, cloud, and cloud storage is awesome. 
That's the one thing PSN has, right? That Xbox doesn't. Do I think PSN has, or the PSN yeah. Plus, or whatever. Yeah, uh, you just you just uh, log into your account. I don't know. I don't know if they have cloud saving for games, but your gamer tag, whatever you want to call it, profile. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you just log in with a name and password, right? Like yeah. like everything else in the world. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like this dongle that you. It's take not yeah, physical things you have to move from one device to another. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that they're doing that. You know, mm-hmm. and then if you log on somewhere else, it logs you off. You know, at the first place or yeah. however yeah. it works. I don't know. I could use that because one of my kids uses my gamer tag because mm-hmm. that's where we purchase our games. So it's the whole DRM thing that I've complained about before that affects me in ways yeah. that doesn't affect other people. But I constantly have to leave my gamer tag at home. So one thing I'm doing on Saturday is First of all, uh, problems. Joel and I are going to go to a sports book and watch the UT versus UCLA game. Should be a lot of fun. You're going to watch UT get destroyed? Fuck no, man! UT's going to kick ass. They they Gilbert is now the third string quarterback. Yeah, BYU by a point. Yeah, after they, after, no, that was after <laughs> Rice by twenty five. No, what but, a fucking dominant team! Dude, they they pulled Gilbert after a quarter and a half, and then brought in. That's when they started playing. So, I'm excited. I'm very, very. I'm for the first time. I'm excited about UT football this year. So, why the fuck are you going to fly to Vegas to watch a football game? Because why not? Because why, why don't you go get? I guess here. you're gambling when you watch. You're going to bet on UT. I guess maybe. I don't know why. Because I, I don't. I don't know if I can gamble on a team that I root for. Give me a break. You just said that it's like a no brainer that they're going to win. They're going to be awesome. Make any sense. Well, they have I don't spreads. Know what the spread is. <laughs> oh right, the spread. Man, Oregon, the Oregon spread this week is like, you, like 35 you, points or something yeah. like that. It's insane. What is it? Are you wrestling with like a philosophical dilemma here? I don't know. If you like, it'll yeah, corrupt weird. the experience? Sure. What do you, what do you follow sports wise, Michael? Nothing. Really? That's it? Pretty much. <sighs> Fucking My Little Pony and no sports. Wow. Yeah. You're just easy. Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Too, I also, so. I also you like check our recruiting process. Jack <laughs> and everyone else bitches about every week. And every fucking week, you guys keep bringing up My Little Pony in the podcast. I wasn't even in the last one and you were talking about it. So we're trying to beat it's it out of you. That's why. All, all you're doing is just riling people up. Every week, I see more comments like, they talked about it again. Yes, they talked about it again in the podcast. Burns right. is mentioning it. Don't worry. I'll just cut it out. Yep. Edit it. Just bleep it out. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. Let's go. Yeah. No, it's a great See, this note. is what, this is what I bring to the podcast. And every time you said <laughs> we're stopping, I just keep going. I just keep going. There's got to be something else we can talk about. Well, that's it. My little point. Let's talk about some, it on that. some coaching changes. Going on. Magic. No, fuck <laughs> that. Fuck that. Fuck that. What about movies wise or TV wise? Anybody watching the new season of Louie? Breaking Bad is on on uh, on Netflix now. You should yeah. watch it. I don't watch care about it. anything else in the world other than Breaking Bad. Holy shit, that you, show you is so good. You don't watch Louie on I, I FX? Bet, no. Dude, let me. Lu- Gus, Louis is great. Louie's great too. Watch Louie. I've seen a couple episodes. It's good. Sunny it's good. starts soon. Ooh, I'm so excited about that. So yeah, that looks pretty good. It's either tomorrow or next week. I'm not sure. Everything new is coming back. It's fucking amazing. I love that show. Macking 50 pounds. For the season, so awesome. He's so fucking fat. It's crazy. Anyone else excited for the Charlie's Angel reboot? Oh, oh fuck yeah! No, they're doing they're doing a reboot, and they're going to be detectives instead of like spies. I just saw a trailer for it. I'm What's, not I'm not quite sure how that's going to work. Were they spies before? Yeah, they were like for the U.S. government. I, they were like I think they were detectives before. Were they detectives? Yeah. No, they were like private detectives. investigators. Well, it was like you know they were like special undercover bullshit. I don't, is it normal? Like, How is that different? Like when you go to like you know, if you become a police officer and get promoted to a, te- a, a detective, do you walk into the office and listen to a fucking voice on a box? That's, that's why I said they were private investigators. That's how it works for weird. me, Jack. Kind of go for you. Exactly how that happened for me. Regardless, now they're like detectives at like a police station. I need to get back into TV too because I don't watch any it TV. It looks either. fucking shitty. I'm, my like my media consumption has like dropped off almost entirely. Yeah. It's cr- I don't know I don't know what happened but it's just like I got I got to catch up on everything. You know what? If you want to catch up, My Little Pony season two is actually starts on <laughs> Saturday. Christ! I'll oh be sure God. to mark my fucking calendar. This Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. New season Community starts up soon. I'll, I'll mark Great my show. Hello Kitty calendar that I have to nice. do my fucking My Little Pony <laughs> <It's fucking> marathon. <laughs> 
You know, I, I think you're full of shit. I don't think you've watched a single fucking episode of My Little Pony. I can actually fucking I can, quiz me. I can vouch that he has. He spent me. all fucking day Sunday watching every single episode. Well, it was, ma- it was a spent, marathon. He spent nine hours nine watching and a half. What channel do you watch that on? Uh, we watch it on uh, the internet. Right. We stream it. Gus, your wife is in, like, she's like the cutest person I know. Like, she's into cute stuff. Mm-hmm. She, this My, My Little cute, Pony it's thing. badass. Fuck off. No. It's, it's not on her radar at all. apparently badass. Right. Apparently it's not cute. It's too hardcore for her, probably. Let me tell you something. His wife buys miniature furniture. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I can't, I can't even explain. Dogs. I can't even explain what you are. You going to get miniature children? She has a divan that's like this big. <laughs> no, it's it, like as big as my forearm. It's, great, like, it's small couch. The great thing about miniature furniture is it makes your dick look huge. <laughs> 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 you can take pictures. It's like look at this. <laughs> is that going to be in the link dump? Or I want to see that. Yeah, really. What are we looking at Scarlett Johansson photos for? Look that. Cool. It's like wow, it fills up the whole chair. <laughs> It's really good for insecurities. <laughs> it's, it's laying on the couch. Oh, man. <laughs> my, my dick's in therapy. <laughs> so, so, so what does she buy the small furniture for? What does she do with no, this? She, she, she actually hasn't bought small furniture in a long time, but she used to just have like that doesn't displays. Make it okay. That doesn't make it No, I'm just saying that she doesn't. It's not like an active thing, but she would, I don't know, make like fake living rooms. and Like a diorama? Where would she kinda? put it? Um, like, like we At our old house, we had like it's like there used to be a fireplace, but they the previous the previous people who lived there had like knocked it out and put shelving in there. Mm-hmm. So it was like in there. How and the now, fuck do people do that? I don't know. Anyways, and now our current house, uh, like we have a fireplace. And it was on the mantle. So it's just like on shelves and stuff. It's yeah. not like where a couch would be. There's a mini couch. No, there's no. dead space. You walk in, there's like there's like a tiny little couch there. That'd be fucking funny. Walk in, it would like, be cool to fuck a rain's room where if you stood in one place, it all looked like normal furniture. So like, you <laughs> know. stood like far enough back and look at the right angle. She put the X on the floor. If you blur your vision on the top and the bottom. It's like one of those 3D chalk drawings on the sidewalk <laughs> that they always do. So was it for the dog? No. No. The dog does have his own furniture. Of but course. The miniature furniture wasn't for the dog. The dog has his own bed. dog has his own bed, just like a dog bed, I'm assuming. It looks like a people bed. <laughs> it does? Yeah. <laughs> like a frame with a... Yeah. Like it, a sleigh bed? How does it... Is it, how is is it, it four post? Then? Like huh? if it looks like a people bed, how is it not? Because I don't know like any people they, that are like this fucking small. Right. So, but I mean, it's just a small, regular person bed, though. A small, regular person bed? Well, I mean... <laughs> well, you're, saying, you're saying it looks like it. Like a lot of times, no like, person could use a bed that size. I realize that, but it's like a regular bed. It's just smaller. Shrunken. It's just shrunken. You're implying that it's like a dog bed, and it's just like it was designed to look differently. Just, I wasn't implying it was a dog. It's bed. clearly a people bed. You said it's a dog bed. A a dog dog bed. I said the a dog, dog has a bed. It's a regular people bed, just small. Okay, it's a regular, right, it's people, a regular bed, people, people bed, just small. <laughs> God, I <laughs> fucking hate working here. That's so awesome. <laughs> I fucking hate working here. It Gus mean, comes in. Gus came in. He's like, "We need some real personality in the podcast. I want you." <laughs> yeah, I picked you for the team. Yeah, thanks, Gus. All right, can we wrap the shit up now? <laughs> no, I want to talk about your dog some more. <laughs> All right, All right, I guess I'm done. Go to Vegas. Where are we gonna eat? Where are we gonna eat? Go to Vegas. I'm hungry. I, I, I've been fucked up. Like I haven't been able to sleep. To, God, you got me on a tangent again. I can't, I can't sleep lately for some reason, and I can't eat as a result. So I, I, I don't know what I'm. Gonna do. Like wait a second. Podcast. Wait a second. What's wrong? Why can't you sleep? I don't know. Like I'll lay there and just stare at the clock. Was like, it from I'm Mike not Catherine? thinking anything. Yeah. I'm not. And I'm really tired. I just can't fall asleep. And normally I can fall asleep anywhere. I would, I would like you. Yeah. Where it's like you tell me, give me five minutes, I'll fall asleep anywhere. For some reason, the past couple of nights I haven't been able. I've gotten like two hours of sleep both nights. Really? Yeah. I did. I, like the last two weeks, I did a thing where I wasn't eating. I was, fuck. I wasn't eating anything. I don't know why. Like I had no appetite. And then it, now it's back. <laughs> I can fucking eat anything. <laughs> so what's wrong? So you do you have like anxiety? Or do you no. have guilt about something? Did, totally did you relax too much in Chicago? I must have. 
You're like, uh, maybe you, I need you got a, it all out of your system. You don't have to sleep anymore. <laughs> maybe I need to. Maybe you just know, need to get pissed off. Walking on the treadmill or something. Did you take a couple days off after your vacation from Chicago? Just yeah. to get used to it. Yeah. I, I, I tried to segue back into normal life. <laughs> nope. My body. My body's elsewhere. Maybe what you need is instead of sleeping in a bed, you could sleep in several small beds. If I just put them together, <laughs> there you go. Push them together. If you get like if you get, if you get eight like small normal people beds, it'll be like a normal people bed. Yeah, and like one hour, one up. hour of sleep is like eight hours of sleep because it mul- multiplies across all the beds. <laughs> all right, let's go there. Fuck it. No, no, I wonder what's wrong. I wonder why you're not sleeping and eating. I, I don't know, know if I knew I would fix it. So what? You, how long has this been going on? <laughs> two days. No, that's not what two days. Man, and you I can, I, I can normally sleep anywhere though. At any time. It's yeah, at any time. I can't. Yeah, I have a, I have a mat in my office right now with a with like a blanket for during crunch time for Red vs. Blue because we're wrapping up the entire season right now for Red vs. Blue. My office looks like a cracked in. It's just like it's, I realize how pathetic that looks. Like you, you need some bent spoons and some syringes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like just like crumpled up. Like I, I need basically I need what Ben has when he stays at your house. Jack. Like <laughs> my all the pizza boxes everywhere, and all the cardboard on the floor, and all that. Okay, that's it. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Going to Vegas. Bye. Hey, Gus here. Podcast isn't over yet. Um, I wanted to get Jeff this week's podcast, but he wasn't able to sit down with the rest of us. So I talked to him a little earlier and uh, recorded this segment. So enjoy. Okay, so as you know, I've had a bit of a whirlwind summer. Yeah. Uh, According to the internet, I am dead and Griffin had a baby. It's like you're Paul Uh, McCartney. I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm Paul McCartney. Um, Neither of those things is true as far as I know. Uh, I I did see you walking barefoot across the (laughs) Abbey Abbey Road. Road. Yeah. Yeah. Well... But I did it with if, a sock if, on my dick. If you like, listen to Awu backwards, you can hear Jack saying, Jeff is dead. Jeff is dead. <laughs> so at some point this summer, I found myself in Portland, Oregon. You know, be, wonder, wonderful Portland. I, I, well, I, I will say this. I read something uh, the other day. Um, well, today, first off, is a milestone in Austin. I'm getting off on tangents already. But it, uh, today will be our 85th day over 100 degrees this year. Fuck that. Which uh, destroys our previous record of like 72. Uh, just destroys the shit out of it, and uh, um, but it, we've had a nationwide heat wave, right? Forty-eight states out of the fi- forty-eight out of fifty states have had higher, significantly higher than average temperatures. But really, I only care about Texas because that's really, where I am. We only care about Texas. But the two states that have had normal or lower than average temperatures were Seattle and Oregon. Seattle's not a state. I'm sorry, Washington and Oregon. <laughs> you you name me something else in Washington that's worth a damn. It's a state of mind. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and uh, so anyway, Washington and Oregon. And so I found myself in Oregon for quite a bit this summer, and I was downtown in Portland one night with my lovely wife and daughter, and uh, we do this thing when we're in a, another city, and it's just like the three of us, and we're bored in a hotel room, and you know, Millie's watching fucking Phineas and Ferb or whatever, and we're like twiddling our thumbs. One of us will go out and go to a bar, you know, go to a movie or something for a couple hours, and then mm-hmm. come back and replace the other, and we'll tag out. Yeah, as it were, uh, tag out uh, responsibility, right? As this, if this were a wrestling match, and who, uh, who gets to hit Millie with the chair? Well, it depends on what point of the evening. Okay, it is. yeah, makes and, sense. And if she brushed her fucking teeth or not. Uh, and so we tag out, and I'm just antsy. I'm in downtown Portland, and we have a lot of friends and stuff in Portland, but we're not like hanging out with anybody that night, and we don't have anybody to watch Millie, and it's just like a fucking Wednesday. No, no, it's a Friday, and I'm just bored to death. So. We weren't staying at a hotel of choice, 
So we were in an area I didn't know as well because mm-hmm. the hotel we wanted to stay at, we booked last minute, was put, was packed. So I'm in this area of Portland that I don't really know that well, and I'm walking around, and I end up in this bar, this really shitty – it was a cool bar. It was a McMinniman's bar if you know oh, yeah. the Pacific Northwest. You know McMinniman's. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool, cool bar. Love this place. But the people in it drove me out because they were so obnoxious and just um, annoying. You know those people that like – you get a group of five or six people together that think they're the funniest people in the world, and every <laughs> single person in the bar has to hear every lame joke, you know? Yeah, and then you add alcohol to that. You, you add alcohol to that. Worse. Then they try to draw people in to it, too. Oh, you know, God. like, hey, you just walked in the bar. We're going to be best friends. Listen to my joke, you know? Yeah, and you're like, yeah. I, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna go fucking jump in front of traffic. So that doesn't work for me. And I can't find any other bars, and there's nothing but strip clubs around. And so I'm talking to Griffin on text, and she's like, dude, go to a strip club. When was the last time you went to a strip club? And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time. So I thought, fuck it, I'll go to this. That's something to do, right? Yeah, they have booze there. They do. They have booze, booze and, and boobs. Uh, uh, and bo- yeah, a lot of boob- bee stuff. <laughs> and so I walk up to this fanciest strip club they have, Mater D. You know, <laughs> dude in a tuxedo, the whole thing. Are you serious? Yeah, I walk into the fanciest strip club I can find. And there's, by the way, it's like strip club city. There's like, apparently Portland has more strip clubs than anywhere else in the world or something. It, it, were you like in the strip club district? I was in the strip club district. It's like a block away from the kitchen district <laughs> where you go buy all your commercial kitchen supplies. <laughs> and then like, and then on the other side is the like bar stool district. I make a joke about that, but I was in Philadelphia one time and there were, uh, I was on a street that had like four different bar stool stores. Mm-hmm. Stores that just sold bar, specialized in selling bar stools. I, who knew that some uh, like, like a mecca like that existed in a like, city? There was need for more than one store, right? And that they all had to be located in the country, like, right next to each other. There was need for more than one store, and they're all like, yeah, they all cohabitated right next to each other. Uh, anyway, so I'm like in the strip club district, I guess, and so I picked the fanciest looking strip club. I can't remember the name. I'd love to tell you, but uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like ten o'clock on a Friday night. And I figure it's probably fairly busy, you know? Yeah, so I go up and I walk up and there's the girl at the door who checks your ID. You know, she's behind the, the lectern or whatever that has the breath mints. <laughs> the lectern. <laughs> I don't know. Like she's going to give a speech. She's I thought you were going to say she was behind bulletproof glass. No, she's going like, to address the, the White House press pool. And uh, I just stand there and she looks at me and she's like, ID. So I give her my ID and she goes, all right, cool. And then uh, we just keep standing there. And I'm waiting for her to tell me what the cover is because it's a strip club. Right. So one would expect a 10 to $20 cover. And eventually, after about like 15 awkward seconds of just like looking at each other, she goes, oh, it's free. You can go in. That's a warning sign. You, you, you should have been like, aren't you going to take your clothes off? I, yeah, I, I gave you my like, idea. Isn't this the strip club? This, 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 there's this more club. than this? <laughs> I thought it was just you and I. And so she goes, uh, she goes, oh, yeah, no, it's free. <laughs> That's a – if you haven't been to a lot of strip clubs, and, and I'm not saying that I have or Gus and I have together a lot in the past um, – that's a that's a that's a sign to run. Yeah, that's an eject right there. Um, that is a that is indication of quality or lack thereof. Or lack, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I walk into the strip club and there's like a to the left. I can see some stages and stuff. And Wait, then to the so right, there's no cover, but there was like a meter D. And- yeah, there was like a dude outside, like a bouncer type dude, you know, wow. making the rounds and uh, all very well dressed. Um, a lot of really fancy neon outside, you know. I and mean, this is <laughs> this is a high class establishment. There's nothing but the noblest of gases. Yes. <laughs> That was a little chemistry joke. There you there. go. And uh, so to the left, there's some like uh, stripper poly sitter, you know, the, the the meat of the strip club. And then to mm-hmm. the right is like <laughs> a hallway. literally the meat <laughs> of the strip club. <laughs> and at the end, of the, I have to go to the bathroom. So I walk down to the bathroom and I go to the bathroom and I'm just alone in this hallway. And I'm like, this feels kind of empty. Usually there's like the guy who like sprays cologne on you and dusts the glitter off of you at the in the yeah, bathroom. Like yeah. that guy's not there. Thank the, God. The, the dude who shakes you down for money in exchange for paper yeah, towels. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll, your hands. I'll squirt your soap for you, sir. You know, yeah. that'll be a dollar. That guy is not there, thankfully. I didn't want to buy any juicy fruit gum anyway. <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah. And uh, 
So I'm like, okay. So I go to the bathroom and I come out and then I walk into that main strip club area and you do that instant survey. Mm-hmm. And there's like – most strip clubs have like three stages, right? Mm-hmm. This is one of those setups. Three stages, big stage, medium stage, little stage where you gradually go down until you end up working the floor. And uh, there's nobody on the two medium stages. There's just one woman on the big stage, some blonde lady, and there's one customer in the strip club. So it's you and one dude. Me and, and one dude. And I'm looking from – I'm looking at them from behind. So she's facing him and she's giving him like a uh, – like a you know, like the the one dollar dance you get when yeah. you walk up to the stage. Yeah. Except it looks like his head is in her vagina, and I can't really tell because it's from a distance. But it doesn't look like she's wearing underwear. And I go, that seems kind of weird to me. That service, yeah. So I backed out and I left because who wants to be the other guy in it? Like, yeah. that's the worst thing in the world, right? It'd be like two dudes fighting for a stripper in a strip club. <laughs> and they seem to be shaking hands. With the genitals and faces, I mean, yeah. it was like they knew, was each, like, they knew each other. Yeah, they knew each other. They were <laughs> intimately, and I was like, "Oh, that seems weird. You don't see that every day at a strip club." And I was like, "I ah, probably just like it was the angle. It looked weird or something." Mm-hmm. So I left, and I go around. And I find another normal bar that turn. It's like full of douchey people again, like a bad sports bar. So I can't hang there. So I'm walking around again. I'm telling my experience to Griffin, and she goes, "That's really funny. You should try again. You should go to another strip club that they sound interesting here." So I go, "Okay." So I go to this other strip club that's really close to the hotel, and it looks like kind of like a bar from the outside. Like a dive bar like you and I would like. Right. And uh, like a Cinnabar, a Casino El Camino, one of those kind of things. And uh, so I walk up to the door and the girl charges me a $2 cover. So already yeah. we're doing the, the, better. The, 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 well, but the only thing that's like slightly better than no cover is $2 cover. That's, I, that's, that might be worse. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you, aren't, you aren't much higher on the scale at that point. But I'm like, okay – so I walk in, and it's it's just a bar. It's like a, a long vertical room that uh, has a, an actual bar immediately on the right where you would sit and you know talk to a okay. bartender, like a normal bar. To the left of that is a stage, like a really skinny stage with a pole. Okay. And to the left is just a row of chairs against the wall, and then like they're like, like two, facing the stage, facing the okay. stage, like like a high school assembly almost where like a bunch of guys like sitting in chairs next to each other, like too close, kind of touching, you know, like way too, too uncomfortably close to be nice. close, just like staring ahead at the stage. And then there's like one or two tables in front, but nobody's at the tables. So I'm like, I am not sitting in the lineup with the, uh, with yeah. those guys. So I sit at a table, some lady comes by, she, uh, I buy a beer and, uh, I start to drink my beer and a stripper comes out and she's, uh, like an overly tattooed Austin scene girl, mm-hmm. which is fine for me. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. I like tattoos. It's a little heavy. But uh, I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. She was kind of pretty. And she does a little bit of dancing. And then um, some somebody says something to her over on the right. And she walks over and she goes, we've got a bachelor party tonight. Somebody's about to get married. <laughs> and I go, all right. Oh, God. Well, let's see what's going on here. So uh, they pull – I say they. She pulls this dude up on stage and then two other overly tattooed – Strippers come out from behind a curtain. She pulls like one of the dudes in the assembly, like in the lineup. The 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 bachelor. Okay, up on the stage, one of them grabs a chair. They put a chair like against the pole, so he's sitting down, his like heads against the pole, and uh, he's like, yeah. And they start like shaking in front of him, and then they all get totally naked. Like that's so I realized I probably did see the lady being totally naked at the other club. There was no g sting or anything. It's like it's like it's just like. A like free for all, a smattering of vagina suddenly. Okay, between these three girls, and I'm like, that's weird, and because uh, you know we don't have that in Texas, and if you do, it's like BYOB. Yeah, BYOB. It's, a, yeah. it's not a place you would ever want to go unless you were looking to have a kidney harvested potentially. <laughs> um, 
And so I'm like, all right, this is a little weird. And uh, and then they start like like dancing in front of the guy, and they're like, yeah. And then the stripper. The main stripper takes his shirt, he has like a short sleeve button up shirt on, and rips it open so that the buttons go flying and like destroys the guy's shirt. And I'm like, well, that's actually kind of rude, you know? Like, What's like his favorite <laughs> What's he gonna shirt? Wear? What's he going to wear for the rest of the night? And, uh, and they're like, he doesn't yeah. work here, he needs clothes. And then she straddles him at one point and sticks her vagina, her unbathing suited, unbikinied vagina, rare vagina, rare vagina in his face. For like a minute, total contact. Like she's trying to kill him. Is she like a Bond villain, and like that's her murder move? Is to like yeah, someone with it's, her vagina. It's either like that, or like her vagina needed CPR or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was, but uh, I was like, she, he does not know her well enough to be there, you know, and vice versa. It was like it was just like watching diseases happen, wow. you know. And you're like, and this looks. I, I look around, and everybody seems like totally like nonplus. Like, oh, oh yeah, we're at a strip club. Sort of, yeah. we're at a strip club because you get, so you go down on a girl. Yeah. that's what that's what happens at strip clubs, right? If if, if, if there's sex. no lip on lip contact, you were not at a strip club. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, of course, this is the oral sex portion of the evening, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and uh, I'm like, where the fuck is this gonna go? Then after like a minute, she like lets him up for air, lets him breathe. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, yeah, and then she like takes his pants and she unbuttons his belt and um, rips his belt off, and then. Uh, um, pulls his pants down so that now I'm have to, I'm, ha- I'm having to look at this guy's dick. Yeah, you're you're at which a is club. exactly what you want on a strip club. You're at a co-ed strip club. Yeah, you. I want to see this fat, doughy, naked dude. And they're like, yeah. And all the girls come over, and she takes and she like goes. I don't know how to do it without sounding like I'm hawking, <laughs> but she just like she just like spits on his penis. Okay, like like a sexier version of that, I guess. <laughs> But uh, spitting is and so I'm sexy. like that is a lot of saliva to be putting on a strain. I'm like that's a that that guy needs to go. He needs to go <laughs> need some get shots? checked out yeah. right now. He needs to go from here to the penicillin shop, <laughs> the penicillin district, which is two blocks. Yeah, over. yeah, it's close. Yeah. Luckily, and uh, I have no idea what to think at this point. Then the other two tattooed naked girls who were just kind of watching it, they come over and spit on him too. Are they having strokes? Are they like drooling? I don't know. No. So there's like this guy's got like a a. Penis, a, a ripped up shirt, a face full of like vagina, and a penis that's covered in the saliva of three different women. And uh, I'm like squirming over here. I know, no, it's it's horrifying. And I'm like, how the what? How does it get worse than this? Then the lady takes his belt, she puts him on the ground on all fours, wraps the belt around like his neck, and then like rides him around the stage like a pony. And then the other girls each take turns, and then. They go, yeah, woohoo, and they push him off the stage, and somebody hands them a $20 bill. And I left. What? That would, They did all of that for $20. That dude's going to have to explain chlamydia. Do you think everyone listening to this podcast from Portland or Oregon is like, yeah, you were at a strip club? They probably know the strip club I was at. So they might have been there. The guy might be listening right now going, well, what the fuck else am I supposed to do at a strip yeah, club? Yeah, it's a strip club. What was it? Man? It's Tuesday night. What am I going to do? You know, That's so fucking weird. I've never seen anything like it. It was just disgusting and weird and creepy. And I realized I saw guys touch the genitals or give oral sex to two strippers in the same night at two different strip clubs in Portland. That's and, essentially what I saw. get their junk drooled Get their junk over. drooled on. And uh, all for $20. It's like having a super enthusiastic dog. Yeah, it's it's exactly what it's like. And so I didn't even finish my my beer. I uh, I was just like, I gotta go. I there's yeah, there are things that you cannot unsee in life, and that is something that I'll have to carry with me for the rest of my life. I've never 
experienced anything even remotely close to the, that bizarre dude at a strip club. I don't know what to say about it. Like I I I had trouble processing it. I really did. It was and it was just like it seemed so nonchalant and normal that uh I guess that's just what it's like to go to a strip club in Oregon. Wow. So I there should have been a doctor set up giving flu and tetanus shots or like before, and prescribing penicillin before they pull you on stage like it should be required to show you like a certificate or like some kind of uh some kind of permission slip from the doctor no like, kidding it's like there's there's a 98 percent chance that bodily fluids will be exchanged here you yeah. i have had an aids test in the last 30 days um the, 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 <laughs> one of the other bizarre uh parts about this story to me is didn't you once say oregon's a bring your own girlfriend kind of state <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Didn't you once say the Oregon's a bring your own girlfriend kind of state? Yeah. Someone, yeah. At, someone at PAX took exception to that. Yeah, I have said that before. Uh, the girls were all very pretty. Okay. All at the strip pub. I will say that. And I have, uh, I, a lot of it is depends on like where you hang out, I guess. But I still stand by that statement. For, okay. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. It, it's not the kind of state you go to and let someone drool all over your junk. Yeah, I, well, maybe not uh, upon meeting that person. Yeah, maybe you, t- you go out to dinner. Maybe after a couple dates. <laughs> that's a that's a steak and lobster uh, preview before you get to that. Yeah. Anyway, fucked up story. I got another story I can tell you. All right, sure. If you want to hear another story, let's go for it. This isn't as, as exciting, but it's something that I don't understand, and maybe you can help me out here. Okay. Uh, I was in also while I was away. I was in San Antonio for a brief period in time. Okay, that's not doing nearly some, as far away from no, Austin as uh, Portland. Do, doing some family stuff. Okay, and. Uh, I was staying at this hotel. There's this lady that I'm in love with from Austin. Well, I don't know if she's from Austin, but her name is Liz Lambert, and she is a uh, hotelier. Is that I don't know if that's a word. I, for some reason, I thought you said Liz Lemon. I was like, you know, that's Liz, not a real person. No, yeah, no, Liz Lambert, and okay. she uh, she owns the uh, Hotel San Jose in Austin and uh, a hotel in Marfa called El Cosmico. She makes these really awesome. Really cool, awesome hotels. Okay. And uh, that's she, a cool job. It's a cool job, and she's very successful at it. And her brother owns the restaurant Lambert's. How weird that they would own a restaurant that has the same name as, as the them. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, what are the odds? Successful family. It's the best part about Austin is all the successful entrepreneurs in the city. Uh, so anyway, she's got a hotel in San Antonio called uh, the Hotel Havana, and I've wanted to go there for a while because I read an article about it in the New York Times wow. that talked about how she restored this dump of a place and how <laughs> just awesome it is. Okay. And so we had to go to San Antonio for four or five days, five days, I think. And uh, so I, I booked us at this place. Mm-hmm. And luckily... Since no one in the world wants to go to San Antonio, it's actually a pretty cheap place to go. Yeah, not on my not on my list of places to. Uh, I've I've been desirable places. I have hated San Antonio for fifteen yeah. years. I will say I had a great time this time. Jason uh, of Tucker fame gave Griffin and I. You know, he's from San Antonio. He gave us some places to eat and places to check out, and we had a blast. It was actually a lot of fun. Right. I've never liked San Antonio before until this trip. Yeah, hotel's awesome. Anyway, this hotel, um, it has a basement bar in it that is probably the coolest place I've ever been. Okay, it's like under the hotel? It's under the hotel. And it's really weird because this hotel is kind of like old and like – I don't know how to describe it um, without making it sound – it's very like, – I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just cool. It's old. Look, look it up. It's okay. old and unique looking and, and very awesome and very well designed. And you get into this elevator and the elevator doesn't match the restaurant or the hotel at all. It's pat the the walls are black patent leather, mm-hmm. and the ceiling is some sort of cut out like tin 
or brass maybe that has a like a red filter over it and so that there's a very dim red light so you you can barely see in the elevator it's just all black with like a dim red, red glow weird. it seems really weird and kind of creepy and almost like seems like something out of a horror movie yeah out of a horror movie but then you take it down to the basement and then you come out at the bar and it makes sense because that's what the bar looks like okay and it's like a really dark cavernous kind of bar with these little rooms one of those places where like the first night I went I met the bartender and he introduced himself to me. You know, he's like, nice. hey, my name's Tom. And I'm like, oh, hi, Tom. Can I get a vodka tonic? And he's like, yeah, sure. And the next night I went back and he's like, hey, Jeff, good to see you again. You want another vodka tonic? And you're like, you, sh- you should have asked me if his last name was Collins. Yeah, I should have. I asked for a, ton- I asked for a uh, whiskey sour and they couldn't make it for me there. Oh. I was sad about that. But uh, no, a vodka gimlet. I'm sorry. They asked for a gimlet and they couldn't make a gimlet. Uh, but anyway, very nice guy, except for the gimlet thing. Uh, they just didn't have the material. It's cool that he remembers your, uh, but your they, drink. It's yeah. just a good bartender. Yeah, yeah. That's a sign of a good bartender. That makes you feel welcome and, right. uh, at places like that. Anyway, so this hotel, this bar is really cool. And so Griffin and I would do the tag out thing. Like she'd go for three hours, come back. Mm-hmm. I'd go for three hours. I was in the, I was in deep into reading uh, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. And it was kind of cool to sit in this dark foreboding kind of place and read mm-hmm. this book on my iPhone and uh, just get, you know drink a little bit and kind of get away from everything. And uh, so I'm in this little room, and I sit down at this chair, and there's like – it's one of those things where it's like I'm against a wall, and right in front of me is another wall. And there's two chairs here, one like a chair – I'm in the right chair, and there's a chair to my left, uh-huh. and a little table in between, and then it's mirrored on the other side at the other wall. Okay. But it's really tight space. So like to the point where like if somebody was sitting in the chair across from me, we were almost touching legs. Um, okay, so like super – yeah, super, super, super close. Super, super close. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm reading a – Reading Heart of Darkness. and uh, On your iPhone, which I think is really funny, by the way. On my iPhone, yeah. <laughs> I know. It would have been too dark to read it um, on, in, as a, in book form. Okay. It's, it's that dark in there. So I'm sitting there reading it, and I get the sense that somebody's next to me. And I kind of glance up, and there's this woman, uh, indeterminate age. Maybe she could be anywhere from 28 to 35. I didn't mm-hmm. really see her. Dark hair. Seemed fairly like, attractive. I couldn't really... I, I was trying not to. I was kind of engrossed in my book, and I was trying not to pay attention to her. And she was kind of standing there next to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I went back to reading. I looked up after about ten minutes, and she was still standing there, and almost seemed kind of expectantly. And I thought that that was weird. And so I started to take notice of her. And she was kind of like doing that thing where you look around and pretend to be looking at stuff, but not really looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. It was kind of awkward behavior. Like you don't know what to look at. Yeah, so you're like kind she's of uncomfortable. Is she trying to not look at me, or you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, but she was obviously there and wanting to be noticed. I thought it was strange. And anyway, it was kind of off-putting. And um, after a few more minutes, she was standing there for a total of maybe 12 minutes. Uh, this dude shows up, and this is a, I would say, a t- t- like a typical Texasy dude, pretty big guy, used to be really muscular, probably played football, and now he's got kind of a big gut, mm-hmm. wears the uh, silk button-up shirt that's got that, you know, like short sleeve, so it's like... That the the second to the bottom button is struggling, you yeah, know. Yeah. A, a stripper in Portland could rip that shit off really easy. Rip it easy. off in a second, yeah. yeah. And uh, kind of like a, but still like kind of a big scary looking dude, you know? right, not, uh-huh. not somebody you'd want to fuck with. And uh, they like hug and kiss and, and sit down and start talking. I think he goes gets drinks and come back and they start talking. So she I'm was like, looking around waiting for him. She was. I go yeah. uh, nothing weird about it. She was looking for her boyfriend gotcha. or husband or whoever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so cool. You know, I because I got a weird vibe, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, she was just obviously waiting for her, you for know, this her, dude, her romantic encounter. Meet and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, so they start having a conversation, and I'm reading my book, but we're so close, I can't help but hear them. Uh-huh. And she's talking about Las Vegas, and he says something that I hear that I can't believe. He goes, "Las Vegas, where is that? What state is that in?" <laughs> and he doesn't know where Las Vegas is. He doesn't really know anything about it. And this guy looks like he's probably 35. You know. Wow. Maybe maybe older, and you like you would think like every dude bro guy like that in the world would have been like Vegas is their mecca, especially right. after like the Hangover and shit. Yeah, you know. Well, I guess maybe they just think of it like as some weird like 
place they can never get to. Yeah, it's like, like an idea like to them. Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's a like state oh, of I'd, mind. Lo- I'd love to go if only that place really existed. <laughs> yeah, Vegas, the, Vegas isn't out there; it's in here. Yeah, uh, and but he's talking about it with like, he's got these dumb questions. Like I mean, like this guy's either really stupid or he's playing really dumb to make her feel superior or smart or something, you know. And uh, either way, it's weird. And um, so now I'm kind of keyed into their conversation a little bit. Uh-huh. But then they move on and they're just talking about random everyday stuff or whatever. So I start ignoring him again. And uh, I'm reading my book. And at some point, I, I hear a noise, kind of a smacking sound. I look up and they're making out, but like in a really gross way. Like, you did she have like her vagina like, on his head? No, no. It was all <laughs> like perfectly style. clothed and it okay. was face to face. Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> you know, like really loud. And, you're like, and, they're, Come like, on, and they're like right next to you. Like right next to me, like right in front of me, you know? I could kick him. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, gross. And so I, you know, I go and I get another drink, and I come back, and they've stopped. And so I start reading again. And uh, at one point, I look up, and he's flexing his right arm, <laughs> and she's kissing his bicep. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just fucking weird. Like, he's literally going like, yeah. you know, that my muscle. That used to be my go-to move when yeah, I was, was single. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to, yeah, we'll see. Uh, you guys, you might want to give this a shot. Apparently it works. Anyway, so she's like giving those little bicep pecs. With <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. But I was here first. I'm not leaving this place. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Anyway, so I finally tuned them out. I think a couple drinks helped and they got a little quieter. <clears throat> they were there for maybe, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes. And he gets up and goes to my right. And right next to me is the bathroom. And mm-hmm. then to the right of that is the exit. And I just like, I see him go and I figure, oh, he's going to the bathroom. And, uh, so I go back to my book and, I look up after a while, and she's still sitting there, and he hasn't come back. And I realize it's been a good 10 or 12 minutes, mm-hmm. and he still hasn't come back. And I'm like, that's weird. And I look up again, and it's been like another five minutes, and he's still not back. And she's just kind of sitting around looking at stuff. And uh, then she gets up, and she walks over to where the bathroom is, like to the door. Uh-huh. And I figure she's going to go to the bathroom because it's like immediately to my right. And she stands next to me, and she stops. And... uh I'm like, all right, that's weird. And uh, she can have you go check on her boyfriend, make sure he's not dead on the toilet. Yeah, or something like that, right? And uh, and then uh, she looks at me and she goes, "Excuse me." And I go, "Uh, yeah." And she goes, "Uh, I, are you wearing cologne?" And I go, "Yeah, I am. I, I'm, I'm wearing some cologne." And uh, she goes, "I really like it." And I go, "Well, thank you." And she goes, "No, I mean, I I love it. I, it's it's <laughs> what?" No, and she goes, "I mean, I really love it. What kind is it?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a uh, polo black." And I was like, "It's not too strong, is it?" Like, I don't wear a lot of cologne, you know, but I'm trying to be uh-huh. like, you know better husband that kind of thing and uh, I'm like it's not too strong is it is it annoying I, I apologize was it too much because I never know how much to put on she goes no it's perfect and I go okay great she goes no I mean it it's perfect <laughs> really really perfect what the fuck and I go okay <laughs> and she's just standing there looking down at me and she looks at me awkwardly for about 45 seconds and I just look up at her and then she just turns and walks out of the bar okay I stayed there for another hour neither of them ever came back that's really bizarre. It was a bizarre encounter. I have no idea. I was telling my friend John Mike, and he said that he thinks maybe she was a prostitute, but I didn't get that vibe at all. They seemed to know each other. It didn't seem like a random encounter or like a first date or anything. Plus, also, normally a prostitute would have left with the dude. Yeah, like, I didn't more see them. I didn't see them fight. I didn't see there be any disagreement over money or anything like that. It wasn't like the, hmm. the predetermined rate is no longer valid or anything like that. You know, <laughs> like you don't have your your sex coupon, so you're gonna have to pay full price. I didn't get any kind of vibe like that. He just quietly got up, and they seemed to be doing well, and then just never came back. And weird. then she sat there forever, and then came over, and then said those weird things to me, like very slowly and deliberately. Like it was, it's really, really perfect. 
I'm like, is that a code? I don't like. Maybe that's maybe people from San Antonio know that. Maybe that's a slang or something. You should you should run it by Jason. See what he has I to should, say about yeah. the situation. Fucking creepy though, and bizarre, and that those are the two things that have happened to me in the last two months. Well, that would explain why you've been so busy. <laughs> You're busy uh, going to Portland and San Antonio. That's that, that's so weird. I, I can't I, like I don't think she was a prostitute. I can't imagine. I can't either. The scenario that would I didn't, explain that. And I've been going through it in my head because it was such a it was such a weird moment, such a weird experience from the start to the end. And I just don't under, I don't I don't fully understand what I what I was a party to there. Well, I'm curious to see the comments that people have about this to see what their explanation Maybe would be. Maybe she was a spy and I was, she was like a challenge password kind of thing. Mm. Like Maybe should... she was trying to give me microfilm. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you reply with uh, I was some line from Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, right. right. I was supposed to say, uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, anyway, it's a fucked up, weird story. Weird stuff happens to you. It does. <laughs>